<laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, episode 22. Goddamn wow. fools. Deuce, deuce. Um, Evan. Why does it say episode 21? I never changed never it changed in the, the thing. Title. Wow. Yeah. Trash. I just realized it as I was about to say the number of episode is. I had to think about it. I looked at the date. I was like, okay, he didn't change, he didn't change the number. <laughs> I'm not going to change right, it. It's cool. fucking me all up. That's a bet. Uh, we got my boy Mark here. He's decided to sit in. He's like, I don't know. I just want to watch. But, <laughs> but he's here. Just, just, he's we wanted y'all to put, put y'all on notice. I turned his mic on. So if you have something to say, just say it. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, how's your week? Week was all right. Week, week. Bachelor I'm, party starts tomorrow. Lucky so. bastard. No, lucky nothing. <laughs> this, has been, this has been a lot to deal with, man. They're all coming to town around two thirty. I'm gonna work half the day and go meet them in the city, and I'll be drunk till Sunday. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. It's St. Patty's Day weekend, so I'm gonna go out and have a couple drinks this weekend. My boyfriend's in Miami, so he'll be wasted sexting me, and I'll just be home bored. <laughs> you know. This is why I have. I'm blocking her and Ab. Ab, what up? <laughs> I'm blocking both of them. You should have seen some of the shit I see one day on the time. I said, no, I'm blocking these niggas. It's crazy. Whatever. Love them both. They got to go. We be chilling. Out my sight. Why you ain't just go to Miami at the same time? Because he's going for something that has to do with one of his friends, and we planned it Yo. after. It was just a whole thing. And I'm glad I didn't go. I, the, the shit I seen on Twitter for spring break in Miami right now, yes. it's a shit it's show. All bad. It's all bad. It's a cesspool down there right now, bro. I'm too old for that shit. I can't be down there like that right it's, now. It's a lot of teeny boppers. I don't nah, really like this. There's, there's like STDs in the air in Miami right now, my nigga. <laughs> It's in you know the what? air, bro. You know is it in the water too? Shit, it might be. It might be in one of them pools, <laughs> like the conversation or some shit. Can we talk about daylight savings time? Like, can we just do a minute on the fact that I have not slept well in like do fifty a, days? We're gonna do a minute on an hour. I'm surprised we still have it. Actually, I Dude. think there's a couple states that don't they got rid of it. it. Yeah. They did. Yeah, I hear Florida's no getting point. ready to. They get rid of it. Next. Yeah. Arizona got rid of it a few years ago, I think, too. Dog, I, ha- I literally have not slept since. Well, what did they go back? Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. I, I have not had. We well, went sleep. forward. Spring ahead. Forward, fall back. backward, up my ass. I, mean, I don't know. We got where another it hour. Went, <laughs> but my sleep has left the building. <sighs> we got another hour of daylight, though. That's great. Nigga, but I'm, I'm awake. Farm? What does it matter, my nigga? <laughs> I'm awake from forever to forever. Literally Tuesday night, I slept. I fell asleep after about one in the morning, right? Like maybe like one forty-five ish. And then I woke back up at 4.30 and I was up till my alarm went off at 7 a.m. That's trash. Okay. I was wide awake. <laughs> That's trash. Wide awake, like staring at my ceiling. Some of these things are based, like you said, they're based on like an agricultural calendar. Yes. I don't like, farm my name. Like, for example, um, the school year. Your summer break's long because it's because of the agricultural calendar. And we don't even grow shit in you're Connecticut. You're not growing, right. Well, there are parts that do, but it's I mean, like, they grow, they grow shit on orchard out the mountain, but, but, but if you're like living in like an urban area, there's no point in having a summer that long. You out here wasting my time. I had to remember the, the class that don't do it themselves. You got to remember to move them and all that dumb shit. Just oh, yeah. Keep the time my my car said like 6 a.m. and I was, I was like, bruh, what hey, fucking time is it? Do you ever check the clock on anything other than your phone or your watch? My car. Car, car doesn't update That's itself. It. Yeah, but you're already in microwave. your car. You're already in your car. The microwave. T- but yeah. do you really check the microwave? I do. You're already in your... See, I was like I told Eric, I, didn't, I forgot about it until I got in my car. I was like, oh. I didn't realize I, f- I forgot I, no, you know how I realized that I woke up at like 12 on Sunday I was like <laughs> why is it so fucking late we would have had an hour okay I, w- I woke up at like 8 I woke up and cracked the, <laughs> woke up, cracked the brew I said oh it's 12 o'clock you're a father so <laughs> I know you got, you got shit you got shit to nah, do nah I'm not wake yo I don't wake up to do shit I just wake up because I can't sleep anymore that's, that's unfortunate that's what my life's been maybe, like maybe twice a week I wake up to put my stepson on the bus and other than that that's it. I'm just awake. This be awake it was no so reason. bad, right? It was so bad. I text my boss Wednesday morning at like 7.20 and I was like, listen, 
I'm going to work from home today because I'm dying. If I have to get behind the wheel of a car, I might have to kill people. Like I'm probably going to kill other people because I can't even open my eyes. <laughs> I was so tired. I was trying to like type to do my work and I was like spelling shit wrong. Shit that I normally don't misspell. <laughs> I was like, yo, I need a fucking nap. Oh man. All right. Let's get into it. Hey. Um, OJ Simpson. I'm not black. I'm OJ. Uh, okay. Right. okay. I, can't, I can't believe I can't believe that Juice let this happen. This was crazy. His name is Orin Thong. Yeah, you can't trace no niggas named Orin Thong. That's a lot. That's a lot, bro. <laughs> All right, so he had his um interview that interview from 2006 yep. here on Fox on Sunday night, and um there was like a good there was I mean it was like two hours long almost, but I broke down a five minute clip into about a minute and a half just to for the podcast. So I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna play it. Here we go. This is very difficult for me to do this. Uh, it was very difficult for me because it's hypothetical. I know and I accept the fact that people are going to feel whatever way they're going to feel. <laughs> In the book, the hypothetical is uh, this guy, Charlie, shows up, the guy who I had recently become friends with, and uh, we go over, get into Bronco and go over. Let, let's just go back and do the details. Where did you I'm park? i the details. You park In, in the, the hypothetical, in the alley. Right. You park in the alley. Yeah. In the hypothetical, I put on <laughs> cap and gloves. Right. Yeah. As things got heated, uh, I just remember Nicole fell and hurt herself. And uh, this guy kind of got into a karate thing. And I said, well, you think you can kick my ass? And I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion, taking a knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there and it's all kind of stuff around and um um what kind of stuff blood and stuff around you know we you know i hate to say this but this is like <laughs> i'm right, sorry right. i know we got to back up again right. that's <laughs> okay know? i want to back this up this is hard this is this hard, is hard. To, you know, i know yeah, i want to back up to try to make people think that i'm a... <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> this is this is this is hypothetical i'm just i'm just saying it's it's hard to put these words together. Yo, it, got, it started getting good to him, so he just really started telling the story. And, and then he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hypothetically, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm out. Let me, let me Flag on the play. Um, Hypothetically. Rest in peace to Craig Mack. To quote him, OJ, you must want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records as the dumbest motherfucker alive. <laughs> what is wrong with him, dog? It don't matter. Double jeopardy. They can't send him to jail for this shit. And why is this just coming out now? I think the family finally just let it fly this thing are trying to hold it back because I think at first they didn't let it come out because after all the civil suit all the civil suits and all that shit they had they had final say on the content but now they're like fuck it everybody knows he did it he got away with it and they can't really do anything about it but there are some people where I think after you just spend a few minutes talking to them you realize they don't have common sense oh yeah (laughs) all the time and listening to that is very painful because you can tell it's like he doesn't have common sense, but he's trying to be articulate. It's it's painful. It's like that, and also he you you see how uh, narcissistic he is. He is like wholly narcissistic. So when he's talking, you kind of hear him start to feel himself the more the words come out of his mouth and they're rolling off his tongue, and so like he gets tripped up in his own lies. Well, they find a creative I way to call OJ crazy. That nigga's crazy, bro. <laughs> I think he's also doing That's this. I'm not like trying to defend the guy or anything like that. No, sure. I think he's. I think one of the reasons why he's doing this is I. I truly believe he doesn't have anyone in his life. I think he is alone. Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think his kids probably yeah. visit him or anything like that. I think it's such a mess now that yeah, who, all I'm, he has is his house, a big house. Probably goes the, golfing, but, like, who would play golf with him? Yeah. So this would, I could see someone but, doing this. Yeah. In that state. So y'all think he did it, hypothetically? Hypo, there ain't no hypothetical. OJ <laughs> did that shit. He definitely did. Yeah, he definitely did, he that, did shit. that shit. Somebody had tweeted like, so, "I don't know." All he, these years later, and now, and now, black people are finally yeah. realizing OJ did it. Like, yo, we knew he did that. Who didn't know he did that shit? Yeah, I can't believe the prosecution dropped the ball on this. Chris Darden, Marsha Clark. How'd y'all, uh, how'd y'all, how'd y'all drop the ball on this? Because he wasn't smashing Marsha Clark. I told you that. Oh, he just got a little. got him. He know he got a little. Well, he was. Well, they, one reason why they dropped it was, um, I think he was a little too emotional. He was so led by uh, conviction of I'm going to get him and I'm going to put him down and I remember um, who was his lawyer again that was um, Cochran Cochran Johnny Cochran Cochran warned him he said don't put that cop on the stand he he warned him he told him he tried to help him out he's like look brother brother like don't put him there you put him in and it's over and he was like just no no I'm going to get him I've got him where I want him and the moment he put him on that he was like yep this guy's a racist and that just Killed and then evidence tampering. It was, it was over. And then, and then uh, the other other lawyer that was on there. It was Johnny, Robert Kardashian, and then Carl Douglas. Carl Douglas is doing a whole bunch of interviews when the, uh, the thirty for thirty yep, shit yep, came yep. out. Carl Douglas is a funny motherfucker, bro. He was going through it. He was like, "Oh, we we knew we were going to win after we brought him to the house. We just changed everything around. We put some black shit in there. So when people came and toured the house, you know, they they swayed the jury that way, but." You know, this is a slam dunk. This is a layup, and they they managed to drop the ball every step of the way. Every, every step of the way, absolutely. It, it was just a f- then multiple three, failures. Then all three of them got rich off of it. Yeah, I don't know any black person that thinks OJ's innocent. Like every, we all like, yeah, well, he did that, it. We're just happy he beat the system. I'll that never forget when I was they uh, they brought us all of them. The teachers wanted to watch the verdict live on TV, so they brought all of our all the kids in one room to watch it on the TV. Oh man, man. you went to a private school too. Didn't it was you? a Catholic school, yeah. so there's mad white teachers, huh? They were all sad. <laughs> All the kids, all the kids cheered. We didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. We just saw OJ was happy. I was mad. I was like, "Damn, OJ beat." I was like, "OJ won." That's what's up. I think the timing of it is important too, because back then, I mean, this is you know, I think before people realized that OJ didn't want to be black, a lot of people wanted to believe that he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Because you know, we want black people wanted to stand in solidarity with each other. You know, like well, before Jordan, he was one of the pro athletes that absolutely became mainstream. He had the Hurts commercial. And I saw all their commercials, and he did some movies. So yeah, like you're saying, there was that. No, it couldn't have been him, because he's too nice, and he smiles, and he <laughs> he's good at yeah. you know he's good he's, at ball, and yeah. <laughs> absolutely he's he was an actor. Make <laughs> a gun. I used to the commercials. People yeah. love OJ, man. Yeah. Not, now, not not anymore. And now he lived trying to live off his little NFL pension, trying to drink martinis in, in the bars with some white women. <laughs> What is his NFL pension for playing as well? I don't know. I don't think it's a lot. What he playing? Didn't it increase? I thought the the, the latest. He he had a nice little little chunk of change now. He gets something in the six figures now, so he can live at least comfortable. But it ain't nothing like he used to be getting. He used to get that. He used to get to the bag back in the day. Then, you know, started beating up white girls, (laughs) stabbing them and their their friends. Hypothetically. Okay, hypothetically. Hypothetically, he remembers there bleeding blood everywhere. Listen. I I remember. They're going to amend the Constitution (laughs) to throw OJ in jail. They're going to all come together and say, listen, we got to get this nigga out of here. No, you're not allowed to amend amendments, all right? Shit. Says who? We've discussed this. Says the NRA, okay? 
That's okay. <laughs> we've, we've discussed okay. this. We've discussed this. Okay. Okay. Oh, maybe, maybe they need to take a civics class and know what the amendments are, but <laughs> there's definitely amendments that have nullified other ones. Um, <laughs> what a mess. Do uh, speaking of amendments, do we want to talk about um, the dog that died? United <laughs> Airlines fight. United Airlines. One, they stink. Let's 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 start there. They stink. Oh yeah. Apparently, this is. Normal. Not a no, not a new thing. No, yeah. this is no, regular for them. They've killed many an animal. Apparently, United twenty four twenty four pets died on flights last year. Eighteen of them were on United. <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh. Peter's gonna Nigga. like shut us down. But Nigga. that's that's, a, that's quite absurd. That's seventy five percent. That's crazy. That's that's absurd. So they the flight attendant asked her to put the dog in the overhead bin. Right, and she did it. She's bugging. <laughs> as much as people love the animals, ain't no way. She must. She must have. She First must of all, how scared. small was this dog? It was, I don't it was, know. A, it was a puppy. It was I don't a, know. It was a. It was a puppy. It was a you know French what, bulldog. You know what this wouldn't happen with? White people. <laughs> no. <laughs> she went white, so I'm just saying. No, you can't put an emotional support peacock in the <laughs> overhead. <bin. laughs> The only reason I didn't come home and fight you because there weren't any weird animals on our flights to Florida because it was my worry. So my thing about this story is she paid, the woman paid for her dog to be in the, you know, the undercarriage with the rest of the animals. Mm-hmm. They what ran out of room or something to that effect. And so they told her to put her dog in the overhead bin and she did it. Now, my thinking with that is like, if you've ever flown before, you have some kind of common knowledge about the fact of like tilting the plane at the angle that it needs to tilt at to get into the air, tilting it back down at the angle it needs to be at to land it on the fucking ground. Your bags in your are are sliding a lot. That dog got CTE for sure. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. just like OJ. Hypothetically, science. Hypothetically, right? I mean, I just don't know, like, why as a pet owner you agreed to that, or unless. But the other thing is this, though. Like they, you know, when you whether it's online or you're at the airport. If you have a pet, they let you. They should, I should say, let you know. Okay, we only have so much space. Right, because she paid flight, for a crate for her but, uh, for her dog. So, but but if the dog's on the plane with you, aren't they, on their part. aren't they allowed to be on your lap? They are, or they have to be in a like, or the, like in a, the they got to be in a bag and yeah. they go under the seat. So maybe know. she didn't have a bag. But, no, they said she had it. But they so said then, she had the dog yeah. was in the bag. But the old, the old overhead uh, compartment things they're like airtight. Yes, there's no mm, can't breathe. So that exactly. might have been that might have been what it was. And then if it's sliding around and shit, there ain't no telling. But the dog and was then little. High altitude too. Yeah. But the dog was little. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking about. Listen, man, you know me. I'm not a dog lover. I don't. I don't get it, fam. I saw a full-grown dog, a full-grown golden retriever in somebody's fucking lap on a flight back from Richmond. So, if that I don't was, know why that little ass dog was <laughs> in somebody's lap. She's gonna get paid. Oh, it's gonna, gonna be. Oh, it's gonna oh, be absolutely. well worth it. I mean, <laughs> oh, definitely. Wait, I got My dog just gotta die for me to get all this money. She coming? <gasps> okay. United coming off that bag. You already know. Peter's definitely shutting us down. It's, it's been real, y'all. Thank you for listening. Twenty-two no, episodes. Y'all been. Y'all been. ain't got no call like that no more. They ain't got no call like that. Um. So a day after this occurred, already the government started drafting up official legislation I saw this. to prevent this from occurring. Damn. About twenty-four hours. 
And uh, I saw a tweet where somebody wrote to them and was like, wow, you know, that's fantastic because, you know, dogs' lives matter. It would be amazing if all of the children who have been murdered in schools could get some kind of legislation like this as well. And I said, hold up. You talking about doing what? No, 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 we can't do that. And it's, it's you know, <laughs> there was an article I reposted today that said that humans love pets <laughs> more than they love people. They Stop do. laughing, Evan. Um, I would say certain cultures. <laughs> There's people, of people who love pets more. White That's people. That's the, the whites. The whites, you're right. The whites. Very politically correct. I know. Correct. I know. Somebody got to yes. be. Somebody got to be. It ain't going to be me. The whites. We're the whites love their animals more than they love people. White people love their animals. They do. It's oh, true. I, I grew remember. up in the suburbs. I saw it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I remember when the hurricane occurred in Houston, not too long ago, right? Yep. And there was an article that came out about a white woman who was, like, in the floods saving, like, cats and dogs. There are, like, whole people dying in these floods. And she was like, no, I've got to get to the animals. Well, you mean I remember the Michael Vick situation. I mean, when they were like, no, he doesn't deserve another chance. He shouldn't play. Oh, yeah. But they let... Um, one one of the players for the Patriots had like a DUI. He killed someone. Oh, Dante Sawyer. Dante Sawyer. He was in Miami. He killed somebody. Yeah, yeah but it was like, oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's a perfect up. example. Absolutely. He, he can suit up. Yeah. He's fast. It's like, well, okay. And, and not that's to right. say that the he Michael was, Vick situation. He was like past his prime, too. He was in Cleveland when that shit happened. He was on vacation on that. <laughs> well, there was one before that. It was like, a, like in college. Uh, the running back, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. I think it was Lawrence Phillips. Um, and they were getting ready to play the national championship game and he dragged his girlfriend down the stairs and everything like that and so oh, they yeah. were like well, what are you gonna do and the coach said well i'll suspend him and so some people thought oh for the whole game he's like no for about a quarter <laughs> I, got, he said, I, got, I got games to win this championship this is exactly he was it. a first round draft pick i think the rams um drafted Yo, and none of none of these players were as good as michael vick was no, it's insane. Not, not, not and not close. to say that Michael Vick is abssolved of any responsibility. What he did was shitty. Dog fighting is crap. But I mean, but my it, God, it was part it, of the culture. You know what I mean? He didn't real like he, he probably knew it was wrong. He knew well, not probably he knew it was wrong. But he's just like, all right, I'm gonna. In comparison it. to, we've seen rapists in the NFL. We've seen murderers in the NFL. We've you know we've seen a lot of shitty things, and they've all kept their jobs. But, you know, kneeling and dogfighting gets you kicked the fuck out. And all of my Vic's friends told him with the, with the lawyers that he paid for. They had, they had my man in front of the Norfolk courthouse. He was in a bad way. Braze was all fucked up. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a lot. Jesus. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it, it speaks to, I, I get tired of kind of like using this word, but it speaks to the climate of, of the United States right now. I yeah. mean, people are literally fighting for their lives. We're fighting for health care. We're fighting to not be, you know... For women's rights, you know, don't police my uterus. We're fighting for so many things, and a dog dies, and it's like the end of the fucking world. Pandemonium. We, we need legislation immediately. Pandemonium. Man's Damn. best friend. Apparently. Man, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here with this dog shit. <laughs> it's like, a, I'm glad Cujo matters oh, to you, but man. how about us? I, I, I just don't get it. I went to the um, store the other day, and I seen a set of stairs to help your dog get on the bed with you. <laughs> I, I know you did. Yo, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I've heard of people that, um, couples, they had, they had children, and the dog was the one that would inherit everything in the will. Like, oh, not, I've seen not, that. Not the kids. Oh, the no, dog. I've seen that. Like, they get, the dog gets the house. 
Excuse me? The car. I, I'm not making that up. It's it's the weirdest thing. Like, is oh, the dog gonna like sign the stuff into I, his name? No, I get you. Like it's not. It, it doesn't make sense, but it it, it does happen. And, 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 and the kids are people. like, "We're your children," and they're you know, but you know the dog. And you're looking at the dog. He's just like, "I'm just in the house, chewing on the bone. Don't know what any of this is going on." <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, me and um, somebody kind of got into it on Bianca's post. Oh, God. I hate Evan. <laughs> Evan broke rule number one. He, he, texts, re- he, he texts us, right? And he's like, I'm going to react on Bianca's, um, Bianca's post. I said, please don't. And then all of a sudden I get a notification and I see he reacted and I was like, God damn it. Then I'm in the car. I'm driving home from work and I like look at my phone screen and it's like 42 <laughs> notifications. It's like him, the dude he's arguing with, another girl. Him, arguing with another girl just the whole length of my fucking phone i was like jesus christ because he said he could understand how people would value an animal a dog's life over a human's because dogs are so loyal and humans aren't and i was like is this guy serious and he's like yeah i am you clown like wait what i'm like all right bro so we just that's right pal yeah i love my dog oh god i kiss him in the mouth tongue kiss All right, guys. All right. So, so for this airline, does this mean the next commercial is going to be like ASPCA approved? Oh, you and better absolutely. believe. And like people absolutely. walking in with their dogs. That's and- right. It's going to be that song. I will remember you. Like when the dogs, die. you know what I mean? You ever seen that commercial? I know people that are listening have seen that infomercial that yeah. comes on late at night. And it's like the sick dogs and oh. that sad ass songs playing in the background. I try not to watch commercials. It's a very slow zoom. Yes. And yeah. the puppy's like, looks like it's crying, like a human. Dog mad skinny and shit. Yes. And that song the, is like, I The, the, the 1-800 number you. is at the yeah. bottom. Yo, for kids in, starving kids in Africa, it's like one cent a day. For dogs, it's like $10 a day. <laughs> you could no, dead ass. Dead ass. For $10 a day, you could sponsor his shots in a home. Yeah. And again, I like dogs. I think puppies are so fucking cute, but I don't like them more than I like human life. Like... I, 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 or children. I think children deserve to live more than I think dogs necessarily deserve to live. Although I do think they deserve to live I too. I mean, there's a deeper conversation here too. Is where do dogs come from? Like, what is that? Their, is what not is their natural habitat? Well, they're outside the canine family, so they do have ties to wolves, mm-hmm. but they're not like a wolf. So, like. So they've been like domesticated over centuries. Yeah. Like okay. mankind bartered with. Bartered with that's that's the process. So it's like kind you, you barter, and then eventually they kind of go, okay, well if I team up with you, you'll give me a portion of the food, and then they kind of over time kind of so some for, some form to of our traits, some form of slavery. No, no, <laughs> I don't. Where did Unfortunately, you draw that conclusion from? No, there was bartering. Uh, there was no I, bartering in slavery. Sounds, sounds like a lot of <laughs> a lot like slavery to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's bartering, but not with. It was, the it was slaves. You're bartering no, with others. That's what I. It was barred between man and animal. So that was. It was like, well, you help us, and then we give you a portion of the food, and then right, sort and, of and, back and forth. And, and it was just, agricultural, really, too, yeah. because they used them on farms and things of that so nature. So was slavery. Well, okay. And then, you know what? I need you to not liken hypothetically. Not, yeah, hypothetically, yeah. you're gonna make me start talking about Oprah, and I'm gonna get really pissed. Okay. And then, and then they would breed certain dogs for um, certain tasks. Mm-hmm. But like Rottweilers were considered nanny dogs. Like they would watch nannies. Now, unfortunately, you know what was that movie, The Omen? 
Yes. People like Rottweilers, they thought they were killer dogs, but no, their real job was actually mm. they would watch a baby. And then you'd had like, you know, the shepherd dog and they were great for, um, what was it, watching sheep and things yes. like that. Yep. So it's just centuries of conditioning. Yeah, because dogs are easy to train, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't work with wolves. They train way better than men do. Wow. Sorry, it was just, it was right there. It was like wow. a open layup. I had to, I had to do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, wow. guys. Sorry. I personally blame y'all for this. <laughs> St- sticking on animals. Mm-hmm. What happened in Miami? <sighs> so apparently while I was in Miami, there was a horse in the club that I wasn't at. <laughs> I'd love to see this in person. This would have been fucking hilarious. I just don't understand how this happened. They were at Mokai Lounge, I think. Yes. There was, a, I guess, a bottle girl rode a horse to somebody's VIP. <laughs> of course, there's loud music. There's people moving around. The horse got scared and it ran through the club. So did it trample people over? I don't think it, it trampled anybody. I think people were aware yeah. enough to get out of the horse's way. Horses are very large, and no, they yo. smell. So, like, you can't miss them. Do I don't you know, know if I'm anybody's listening. I'm sure some of y'all have been to a club but, in Miami. There's a lot going on, but you're going to notice a big-ass horse in the middle of the club. Absolutely. With a girl on top in, like, a bikini or some shit talking about, here's your bottle. Absolutely. Here's your bottle of Ciroc. Enjoy your fucking night. Whose bright idea was this? Did the horse have stirrups? That's a good question. I haven't seen video. (laughs) I want to see the video of this. If you have the video of uh, the horse in Mokai Lounge, send it to me. Please send it Uh, to us. Send it to At The Goddamn Fools. I want to see this. The other problem is, you know, horses just take a dump and keep moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They usually have, like, that, like, pouch or whatever to trap that but I'm assuming that this person was I don't know but that brings me to another rant carriage rides in the city not romantic it smells yeah horses smell if if you love your girl don't do it it's trash I mean you can keep them clean obviously like there's places that you know maintain them like any other animal but like they still smell like horse. And exactly. then a carriage gets stuck in New York traffic. Exactly. <laughs> and the horse might go to the bathroom. Guess what? It's all in your face, right? Yeah. So and like, like uh, when a horse shits, I mean, horses are like six feet, seven feet tall. Like they're huge. Oh. Yeah. They're huge animals. Oh. And when they full, shit, it's, it's full, like full to your horse in the club. <laughs> Needless like, to say, the club's not open anymore. So I'm imagining someone like dancing and then like the horse's tail hitting like, him hits in the them. face. They think it's like, like a weave. Like, you thought it was like a weave. You got hit in the face. Ready ready to to I wasn't going there with a weave. I was on the ride. No, I was thinking like, you know, you, you get slapped in the hair, like in the face with hair. You're like, somebody just hit me with a weave. Like, what is that? You turn around, you're ready to fight. That's, and it's a whole that's horse. That's happened to me a few times. <laughs> it's a whole horse. I'm, I'm just thinking, imagine, also, imagine you and mangoes one night enjoying your night and the horse just goes through the show. Nah, 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 bro. Shut them down. It's over, baby. And like when horses get angry or when they get scared, they're like, Start running. They're, yeah, Start and they'll running. like get up on their hind legs and like mm-hmm. charge. Like, right. they can be very like. They're also very sensitive to anything that's behind them because they don't have much vision behind their back. Yes. So you're they start you, kicking. You, you're right. They start kicking. Start so you got kicking. people dancing and some horse like buck somebody <laughs> and then they start <laughs> flying across. <laughs> Imagine the getting back breaks out. Imagine getting super like, kicked in the face by a horse in the club. Absolutely. You, you actually can you die. You definitely break breaking neck. It hits hit, hit you square enough. It's going to kill you. <laughs> But a shout out to Mark Lounge. Send me the video. There's, oh, a lot, there's a lot been going on in Miami. Um, rest in peace to the people that lost their lives today when that bridge collapsed. I saw um, that. That bridge just went up a week ago. Yes, they put what? the bridge up five days ago. The bridge cost $14.2 million. Yep. Over FIU. And it collapsed. It was a passenger what? bridge, so was, there were people walking on it, oh. and it collapsed on top of cars underneath it. Mm-hmm. Tons of cars. Shit. One woman said she was under the bridge, and she started to see little rocks 
hit her car. She turned around and the whole back end of her car was was flattened. And the whole car next to her with people in it. People were in these vehicles. Completely, completely flattened. Bridge has been up for five days. And this was at uh, a campus. It was at FIU. Ford International, yep. It's really Since sad. Killing they're, still, they're still investigating on like why. why it yeah, this just happened. It's a brand new bridge. There's no way this should have happened. It's killing at least four. Jesus Christ. It's really, really sad. That's crazy, bro. The whole thing. The yeah. whole bridge collapsed. Holy like the whole length fuck. of it just fell. Like from the sky, hit the floor. Yeah. It's Damn. very sad. Let me tell you, niggas. I'm glad I, when I was in Miami for them three days, it was real quiet. It was really peaceful. It was really I mean, peaceful. Thank you, God, but it's really, really sad. Yes, it's been a wild few days now, man. It's too much loss of life in this country lately. Go Florida and Rice. <sighs> Florida as a whole is always problematic. Thanks for killing my mood, B. Sorry. Jeez. I mean, listen, we were on the subject and I couldn't, you know, let the moment pass. Um, are we, if we're doing RIPs, do we want to move on to uh... Jeffrey the Giraffe? <laughs> we can do Jeffrey the Giraffe, yeah, sure. Part of my childhood. We got a few, we got a few RIPs yeah, today. Childhood Dunzo. So all the Toys R Us stores are closing after 70 years in business. 70. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Well, you Quote better. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yeah, You're too bald to, to be a Toys R Us kid. Mm. Mm. I, I worked there. That was my first job. Not Toys R Us was my kiddo. first job. Well, we talked about it actually on this podcast. Yeah. It paid me shit, and I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm leaving. And now you're sad they're closing. No, I'm not sad. <laughs> I'll never, forget, I'll never forget the very first Toys R Us in Waterbury before they moved downtown oh, over on Walker Street and it was like the big blue store is, where ShopRite is now. Yeah. yeah. Way back in the day. Um, it's funny because one of uh, one of the listeners to our show and one of our friends, uh, Lance, they, they just had a new uh, new baby girl. Congrats to you guys. Congrats, Lance. Um, so he had put up a post on Snapchat and he was like, damn, are the gift cards for Toys R Us really null and void after 30 days? So I wrote to him, I'm like, yeah, it might be less than 30 days, honestly. He's he like, shit, I'm about to stock up on diapers. I'm That's like, fun. you better hurry up now because... That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's sad, but you know, I think... I think we're going to see a lot more of this. We're seeing a lot of like brick and mortar stores close down. Mm-hmm. I mean, and times are changing. And I think unlike other retail stores, like the internet put them out of business. I think yeah, this is, definitely. I mean, I think this is tablets and iPads. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. Because the, the kids aren't playing with toys You don't play, you don't play with toys like you used to. No, you add not in at all. On, add in online shopping where you can, you don't got to go to the store no more. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. You go to Amazon, you can go to whatever, whatever store your choice is. They'll drive it right at the crib. You don't got to go nowhere. And I think, too, stores like Target, Walmart. That's everything. Yeah, they sell everything. Because they have everything, they're just so much more convenient. And People can go get their toys. Their get everything they want in one yeah, space. Yeah, in one-stop shop. And granted, Toys R Us has a larger stock of shit than... Sure, than Target, yeah. But, but it's easier but to go one this, place than having a, getting your climate, car right, yeah. like three to four stores and exactly. all that shit. Yeah, you can go to Walmart, you get a toy, you can get, um, go grocery shopping, you can get your oil changed. Yep. You, you can literally <laughs> get everything. You can yeah. get your taxes done, you can yeah. get your nails yeah. done. You go buy, you go buy AR. You food in Walmart. That's the thing. Part of it was, um, in some ways, they didn't adapt. Sure. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, they, one of the things they were could have done um, was, yeah, they sell toys and things like that, but it also could have been more of kind of like a, um, so like a hangout spot kind of a thing mm-hmm. where you go to Toys R Us, okay, you can buy a toy or something like that, but then yep, there's yep. maybe like an arcade lounge, Which, something. Yeah. They they kind of were like similar to the train. Like, well, we're just not going to bother to change. And then here comes yeah. the plane. And then they were like, oh, shoot. And then, you know, they took and, a hit. And, and they, they did do some things like Saturday mornings. They would have like, you know, yeah. 
Yu-Gi-Oh event or something. You know what I mean? Pokemon, but but it wasn't enough. What kind of degenerates were coming to those events? Or even like you know, it'd be like a bunch of ten-year-old kids and then one and a whole bunch of one one weird grown-up with a trench coat on. (laughs) Another with his nails painted. It was yeah. I would have liked to see them even do something similar to like what Apple does. I don't know if you've ever been to like the Apple stores and like uh, yeah, they have lessons. They have like lessons for like coding and things like that to teach you. Like in the kids come, they do like kids days and things. I think there was a real opportunity there for Toys R Us to kind of adapt to something like that, especially like for parents who work and don't have, uh, you know, access to after school programs or things like that. I think they could have really took it, taken on something like that and it would have been cool. You know what I mean? And um, they were expensive. They were very sales, pricey. Their sales weren't sales. You know what I mean? They never yeah. like, it was like they always try to get as much money for stuff as they could. I think they still could be an online store if they just ship all their shit to their online stuff. Hey, Toys R Us online. Any toy you need, you could order you know, it. We'll do maybe offer two day shipping or something. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the brick and mortar open too. They could have got more into the video game space. It's a, that's a big industry. They yeah, you go yeah. to you go to any Toys R Us store, it's a little part of the store and they're still trying to sell you yep. action figures. Yep. Well, they so. could have capitalized on like E three and all these other yeah, they they into those they, but they didn't do that. Nah. They didn't they didn't come they didn't adapt with the time. Like, so. oh oh we're we'll throw babies R Us and the Toys R Us and that'll that'll do it. Like it, no. it's adapted dying, they decided to die. So yeah. RIP Jeffrey the giraffe, you're gonna get the little Little catalog for Christmas time no more. We circled all the toys you wanted and all that. I definitely got my Toys R Us name badge in a box locked up somewhere. Man, it's worth some money. It's not, but I'm just saying. It's but also, they didn't have competition for a long time. No, they definitely that, did. That hurt them too. Yeah, yeah. So they the only game in town you don't change, and then yeah, when they, it's time to, so you don't force them to, to change. They were like, oh, you just keep things as they are. Yeah. Um. What else we got? Uh, do we want to do the rest of our RIPs? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just. <sighs> <laughs> I forgot that's what we were talking about. Uh, rest in pre, rest in priests. Okay, rest in priests. Rest in priests. Rest in a Prius. Do you have any of that voice to men music? It's so hard to say. Are you gonna play that? God no. 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 <laughs> things like that. Rest in peace, Craig Mack. Mm. Yeah. Super Slavin, sad. Yeah. Um, Bad Boys first artist. Yep. The first that, single too. First of all, that song's a classic. Yeah. It will always be a classic. Um, Bad. But- Cleaning the glasses like it's the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, give me a bottle over there, man. What? I don't. Never mind. Forget. It. Okay. <laughs> I'm like uh, empty, full. Um, don't do it full. You have a whole disaster on your head. <laughs> Podcast will end. Fucking sparks will fly. Oh yeah. Um, I think I want to really talk about the way that he died. So he was 46. 46. Yep. And he died of heart failure. Um, and it's important man. because you know we're people of color sitting here at this table and. Except Eric, he just went up to use the bathroom because he because he's got the bladder a of a five year old bladder of a Toys R Us kid. Um. <laughs> um, Hypothetically, um, heart disease is killing black people. It's it's killing black people, and part of it is um, lack of access to proper health care, preventative care, things of that nature. But it, I cannot stress to you enough, like it is preventable. You can reverse it. You have to go to the doctor. You have to get checked out. Like nobody should die from heart failure at 46 years old. Stress and, and shitty eating habits. We're all, you know, we're all guilty of it. Um, but it, it is killing us at a rate so much faster than other people in the world. Like We've got to get a grip on it because it's the number one killer of black men right now, to my understanding. So, you know, heart, just, heart just, failures. Yeah, wow. yeah. Just, just taking a Actually, moment. Black to teach. people, black women. Um, same thing. Same I believe, thing. Yeah. More than cancer. It's really sad. Yeah, 
But, and, but oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I would say culturally for a long time, African-Americans, um, we haven't had much access to health, like doctors and things like Absolutely. that. So it's one of those things, sad to say, it's kind of like, like genera- generationally passed down. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm all right. I don't need a doctor. Yeah, that's kind of like yeah, yeah, no. it's that walk it off, yep. tough it out. Pray it off. Pray it off. And, and me you know, going into the mental health field, I God is like, look, I had doctors here for you there right. for a reason. You <laughs> need to go. <laughs> right. But I, um, I just started recently reading more because, you know, I'm trying to better myself. Yes. So I, I read You're Kev- on a good journey. I read Kevin Hart's book, and his mom had cancer, and she was like, oh, God has me. And he's like, Ma. Like, he found out a year after she had already had cancer. Right. So he's like, Ma, God put doctors here. And it's to true. take care of you, yeah. like, and by the time she got help, it was just too, late. too little, too late. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds absurd that you would have to tell somebody, like, listen, God put doctors here for you to help you, but in 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 communities of color, like that is, I, I can't even stress how often like our elders say things like that, like, oh, are you depressed? Pray it away. Uh, you know, we don't tell our business to, to, to strangers, things like that. And me going into the mental health field, like I say this all the time, one of my main, main goals in life is to open a wellness clinic. I want to provide therapy. I want a PCP on site. I want um, an OBGYN, a physical trainer, a nutritionist. I want to offer the kind of, you know, total health care to people of color that we should yeah. have always been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'll ever realize that dream, but it hey, is like my number one goal. You got, you got somebody upstairs that, you know, I, <laughs> I know, convinced man. To, to, help, to get into that, which, you know. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's, it's something that we need. Part of, our, part of our culture, sad to say, is is this um, that we don't think we're entitled to those things. Sure. So even if it's there, it's, there's still that part of us, that wiring, I guess you could say, where it's like, and it's, well, I, I shouldn't go there. And For whatever reason. I don't think I can afford it. Um, yeah. I don't want to hear the news. And it's also a fear because, um, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is like, Look at like pregnant moms. Pregnant black mothers die during birth more than any other ethnicity, race, and like are dying during is, birth. Is that often. a heart thing? No, what? it is. It is partly, in fact, of the, it is partly due to the fact that many doctors are white and racist, and so they look at black people like, oh, you can tolerate that pain; it's not that bad. Um, oh, you know, they they make assumptions like, oh, if if you're requesting more drugs, they think you're a, a, a drug addict, things like that. Like these are all assumptions that happen in healthcare. And even Serena Williams, when she just had her baby, she yeah. she almost died during birth, and she said she had kept telling her doctor that something was wrong, and she looked looked up her symptoms and diagnosed herself and was correct. Wow. And saved her own life because she literally almost wow. died. She had to force him well, to yeah, take care of her. There's still sort of that that those I mean there's plenty of it around but um sort of the remnants of slavery which is you know you're not human you're chattel mm-hmm. you, you can you can tough it out. Yeah. You know, and oh it's no, scary. this hurts. And they're like, no, no, trust me, you're fine. You're I've, fine, yeah. I've had a situation where I was trying to just donate blood and they kept sticking the needle in my arm repeatedly. Oh, and they're like, well, the blood's oh. not coming out. And then I heard one lady say, well, you're big and strong. And I'm You'll just be fine. looking at her like, you do realize I feel pain. Right. And finally I just said, okay, you know what, enough of this. Thank you're, you. But you're I'm stabbing me in the arm, man. But like at least a good eight times. It was just like, just in and out, ram the yeah. needle, and they're trying to... Listen, I, I worked in a hospital a for four years. I've, I've worked in healthcare for almost 10 years now, and I've seen it. I, I see it, and I know it's true, and... 
unfortunately, it almost makes us have to be our own doctors and pay attention to our own symptoms more than anything else because we're, we're dying from things and we're afraid to go to doctors and we don't, you know, black people still have a very strong mistrust of white people. And, and if they can't find black practitioners and if there aren't enough black therapists and if there aren't enough people who look like them and that they can find a trust, you know, why should they feel convinced to go and get checked yeah. out? You know what I'm saying? It's scary. It yeah. really is. Well, I have, I have a sister. She's a pediatrician and, um, She's shared some um, horror stories, I guess you could say. <laughs> sure. But even even from like residency, like before yeah. you even are oh, clear, she's she's like it's a pain, and so it was kind of understandable. Like um, when um, Castro Castro when he was alive, he offered. He was like, look, if you're trying to get into med school, and I know it's difficult and everything like that, you come to Cuba, we'll give you everything you're teaching, and then um, your pay it forward is you go back to the States and you go back to the community and you make sure. Um, Cause I remember she brought that up she was like, oh, yeah, wow. he's offering this. And I'm just like, really? And she's like, yeah. They didn't tell us that. Well, Cuban, <laughs> I, and a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, they they you about Cuban. You had no. to be in the medical field to yeah, know about it. Know, yeah. Yeah. She knew about it and she was, cause I remember she was really, I think this was the time when everybody was saying all this stuff about him. And she was like, well, He's offering us this stuff. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people don't, I, I, you're the, there are a lot of misconceptions about Cuba. A lot of people don't know that their health care is extremely advanced. They are the only country in the world right now that has completely prevented HIV transmission yep. from mother to child. So they have completely stopped that from occurring, which is amazing, first of all. Um, it is sad that somebody as advanced, quote unquote, as like the United States can't make that happen. Um, they also have a 90... 95, 90% literacy rate in Cuba, too. Right. Like, it's Free education. A While it's backwards in, in certain ways, it is very forward-moving in a lot of other ways. You can't get a new car, car in Cuba, but you can learn how to read and do other things for free. Yeah, the weird I mean, thing about it is, I think, and I'm, I'm not sure about this, you might want to look this up, but um, I think Rush Limbaugh, when he had his um, drug addiction went to Cuba. They of course. Oh, I believe it. But yeah, he rough. says all these weird, you know, worrying things about, oh, they're coming. I'm like, yeah, but you went there to get oh, yeah. taken care yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, even even um, Asad Shakur, she was, she was living in Cuba for how long? I think she's still there. Yeah, isn't she? She's still living there. <laughs> I don't know where she's I think Asad is still there. I don't yeah. think she's coming back. I don't blame nah, her. Nah, nah. swarming Cuba. And they pr- have protected her oh, while yeah, that, she was there, which is even more important. No extradition in Cuba. Which is interesting to me because Cubans in the United States have m- majority assimilated to white people. Well, yeah, the white Cubans Depend- are the ones who on left. The, ones. Yes. the black Cubans are the ones that stayed. Yes. So if you look at like Miami and some of the other parts yeah. of Florida, it's, it's white Cubans. That yes. Like, and they tend to vote Republican, right? Yeah. Very Republican, have... Um, you know, voted for Trump are very, you know, aligned with, you know, that, that same group, um, which is very interesting because, you know, and then, like you said, you look at like Cubans actually in Cuba, black Cubans, things like that. And it's completely different. I know there's a, there was a lot going on once a lot of them left and made it to Florida that they're just so, they, they have no kind of love for anything cash with their wives. I know during the coup, the coup when he was there and him and Che Guevara, when che, before Che Guevara left that any kind of, thing you mentioned Cuba cash or they want nothing to do with it like yeah. when when they um, lifted the embargo when Obama was in office a lot of them were very upset about it I remember listening to um, Dan Lebertard he's a human guy who works on ESPN radio he's about how his parents felt about it and how Obama went to Cuba for that baseball game and how you know folks in Cuba will feel about it that America's open and you know those those talks again but you know, the embargo's been up what, since what the 60s yeah, yeah. the 50s 60s you know, it has to come down eventually. You have to interact with people. You can't 
you know, going to this isolationist thing that Trump's trying to go into now. I mean, listen, I, I don't agree with anything Trump is talking about doing for the United States, but I think for Cuba, in many ways, that embargo has helped them do a lot of great things. I mean, it's, it's, it's kept them behind, like I said, in other areas, but I mean, things like education and healthcare, they are soaring. There's something to really be said for that. Actually, they helped South Africa with ending apartheid. They did. So if you look at yeah, you watch footage, Nelson Mandela considered Castro a brother. Sat next to him, was like, he's like, I love you like a brother. And this is a man that won the Nobel Peace Prize. Right. But people don't hear things like this. The U.S. US didn't send troops to help. No, of course they didn't. They were, why, they were why too busy. They? they co-signed that. They were too oh, yeah. busy enslaving especially, us still. Especially Cheney. Cheney <laughs> was vocal about it. Cheney's like, oh, apartheid. That was barely thirty years ago. Barely thirty years ago, it ended. They was out there doing paper paper bag tests on motherfuckers in apartheid in South Africa. Um, now they getting their land back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> um, we got one last RIP. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace to Stephen Hawking. Um, I, I've seen a lot of a lot of random tweets. Some people knew who he was. A lot of people didn't. Stephen Hawking was diagnosed with ALS when he was 24. They he's, told him he's he had. A, he's a theoretic physicist. Yes, he was brilliant. By the way, yeah, he found a way to talk even when he couldn't talk. Um, absolutely like, brilliant. Let that sink in. <laughs> he he outlived his diagnosis. I think they had told him when he was 24 he had like two yeah two, two three years two like years that. to live or something yeah. like that and he died at you know 75 he died uh two days ago yeah it's like 76 i want to say somewhere yes. around there yeah, yeah. um but he was just brilliant um if you, you ever get the chance read up on him read his quotes um one of my personal favorite quotes by him and i think it applies to our podcast <laughs> Yo, i sort of gotta have a quote written down i was gonna say too you're probably gonna say the exact same one because it definitely relates to this podcast because... life would be tragic if it weren't funny oh <laughs> that's not what i had but uh yeah yeah i mean that's that's what we do you know we're the goddamn fools we, we're fools we try to make jokes about everything and and but it's like, yo, yeah. it's like, <laughs> spit it out, son. I don't know if I want to make this reference. That's why I'm stuttering. Please, please, God. Okay, don't spit it out. Just, just read your quote. Read your quote. Oh, the quote I had was, the greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance. It is the illusion of knowledge. So, you know, when someone acting like they know it all. Right. They really don't. I feel like we're circling the, back to the OJ thing. <laughs> like, as soon as you said that, it surely applies. Because he was like, like, well, allegedly, and then he was trying to make it sound like he wasn't there, but he was there, and it's, his ass was there. <laughs> Lion murder. Um, you know, like that guy that's in prison that's using words that. He shouldn't be using, but he's just trying to sound like he's. Well, we see that we see that on we, we see that on social media right yeah, now a yeah. lot, and I don't know if you have yeah. um, a large social media pre- presence, but you know we we do, especially for the podcast and stuff, and we see like a lot of people using words, words and yeah, terms that yeah. they don't know the meaning of. Like, if I had a dollar for every time I have seen somebody call something like cultural appropriation oh. in the oh. in just like the last month oh. and be completely incorrect, I would be a very rich woman. And and my thing is I want people to learn that words mean things. Like when you say things, words have definitions for a reason. And when you misuse those words, not only do you make yourself look like an ass, but I mean, you're you have to be careful when you have a social media presence whether 100 people follow you or 200,000 people follow you. You might say something fucking stupid and teach the next person who's thinking they're learning from you to also be fucking stupid. Yep. Um, yep. And that's a problem. And yes. 
there's nothing wrong with being ignorant as long as you're willing to learn. Right. But if you you acting like you already know everything, like I tell my son all the time, he's like, I tell him something. I know. I know. No, you don't fucking know. You don't know. <laughs> Get him, Team Dad. Know. Get him. I'm oh, calm down, Team Dad. <laughs> Sorry, I reacted again. <laughs> you are you are here triggering yourself. Relax. <laughs> I reacted again. Being a parent's well, hard. There has been like a, a dumbing down. Of society, of our society. <laughs> and it's it's very noticeable with talk shows. Like if you look at today's talk shows, they seem to be sort of like mindless content. But if you look at the older stuff, like Donahue, like when yeah. he started, it was very intellectual. Like he used to work that stage. Like he'd walk up to people and he'd get people to talk and things like that. Yes. And then like Oprah came around and then she kind of made it more. Um, We're gonna get into Oprah about, today. About feelings, I have to say like it was no longer content. All right, it was it wasn't it was no longer um, intellectually stimulating. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It, she she ushered in that everybody gets the stuff and and how do you feel and so you walk all the way happy but you walked away happy but you didn't learn anything. Which was, even even and, and those are like talk shows but even like sitcoms and uh, and um, like yeah. dramas. I I recently went back and I watched Dawson's Creek. It's like the ultimate like why'd you put yourself teenage show. I had never <laughs> I, I had never seen it. I, I I always wondered what the hype was. First of all, you know it's a white show because there's it a is, creek involved. It is, it, is, it is very white. No, it takes place in Rhode Island. Niggas don't got creeks. Or Massachusetts. It takes place in Massachusetts. <laughs> niggas don't got creeks. I can't. Oh my God, I hate you so bad. I don't even know what a creek is, to be honest with you. It's a fuck it's a, it's a type of water. Well, you might explain it to him. I, I, I stopped myself. Actually, actually, I thought you were going to say, I think you were going to reference like, the tribe or something like that. I thought you were going to go there with it. Like, oh, I know what a creek is. It's a tribe. I, I hate him. Oh, um, but so I was listening to just, you know, watching the show, obviously, the way that the writers had them communicating with each other. And they, they were like, you know, I think like juniors when the show starts and then they... Yeah matriculate onto college but you know they're still young they're in their early 20s and the language used is just like out of this world compared to what we see in tv shows these days like it was so intelligent and i was like when did we start so they had a creek they better be intelligent having uh, a creek it's, it's just a body of water and I, I, I need you to get over it i need you to fucking get over it Okay. How, how are you so bad at jokes? How, I just don't know how this happened. I just want so many tomatoes to throw at you. Um, I'll start supplying them. Thank you. <laughs> it, it honestly, it surprised me because, you know, I'm 90s baby. I literally was born in 1990. Um, and some of our shows were intelligent. We had, you know, deep and thoughtful shows, but um, that... If you ever get a chance to watch, and no, I don't know no, if you've ever no, seen it. No, you, I'm not going to watch one episode. No, I'm not I watching. Will, I will not. I am not watching Dawson's Creek, not. Bianca. Not I even for the sake of this podcast. I promise. Wait, you that. when when did Dawson's Creek come out? Like what? Late nineties. Late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, it was. It ran for like six years. I want to say. All I know is it came out when I when I was in middle school. Girls in high school liked it. I said, oh, this must be trash. And so then when I finished that, I started watching Felicity, which came out not too long ago. Yeah, I really went on like a a white people tour. 98 to 2003. Felicity? What the fuck, Bianca? Listen, I wanted to watch all the old CW shows, so I watched them. I was too, because I was too young to kind of watch them back then. So you wanted to watch the old WBCW shows? You just couldn't watch Steve Harvey? I've already seen that, though. I watched all the the Blackity Black shows. Come on. Was the Hughley's on? No, ABC. I watched all of those, but I had never watched these, and I wanted wanted to um and even felicity the language felicity dog come on can we just can we get over it i just wanted to watch it okay and mind you taraji p henson was on felicity i just want you to know that 
And she looks the same way she looks now. She hasn't aged a fucking day. Was she ghetto on the show like she's everything now? Music video. Which one? Um, was it Girls? I think it was Girls, Girls, Girls. Yeah, she was in that. Who's Prodigy? Prodigy? Watch it. Yeah, watch it. She was one of, the, one of the sisters walking. Hold on. Now walking I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. That's gonna that's blow 2001. She, She's been in the business for, for a long, long time. time. Well, only think Baby Boy classic came, when out, she gave came her, out around when then. She gave her a speech. And, and they were about to play the music. And she was like, no, you need to kill that music. I've been doing this business for like 20 plus years. I'm finally makes made sense. it here. Absolutely. She's mid-40s. I, I do remember. Yeah, it makes sense. I do remember seeing her. Like, you know, she was one of the models. <laughs> That's why she's all right. She, she went to Howard. Yeah. She all right. <laughs> um, but, he, but yeah, so I watched that. And even that, the language was just so different than what we see nowadays. And, and so to, to tie into back to what you were saying, I swear there was a point to this rant. Um, I yeah, think I don't know what it is, but. I think there has been, in a sense, a, a, a large dumbing down of our society um, to, to a scary degree even. Um, you know, and, 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 and maybe that's considered progress to some, but it's, it's kind of frightening. Hey, kids, if you're listening, if only had shows like Felicity and Dar- Dawson's Creek, you'd be a lot smarter. <laughs> Not saying that. I'm just saying, because, you know, shows are indicative of the times. Like, they show you, you know, when you go back and you watch them, you're like, damn, this was happening, or that was happening, or rah, rah, rah. Like, <sighs> that's all, that's the only point I was making, you know? Okay. Rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> R.I.P. Dog. Can we talk about Oprah? Because I want to rant. What's the fuck? Go ahead, rant. I, say, what well, I don't know Oprah. what happened with Oprah, but uh, so, we'll get back to '90s television. Ever since people started talking about how they wanted Oprah to be fucking president after that stupid speech, Oprah 2020. No. Fuck you, bro. No. People have been interviewing no. her, like about everything. And in a recent interview, somebody asked her something, and she... Yes. Let me interrupt you real quick. Please. She has a movie coming out. So just keep that in mind. That movie's out. Which one? She's in a wrinkle in time. Wrinkle in time. She's in a wrinkle in time. So that's why she's doing doing these interviews. I don't know. She's she's like top villain, so she's got to be in a movie. From the preview I've seen, she was like standing over looking like God in the sky or something. I don't fucking know. I'm going to watch it, but I have no knowledge of wrinkle in time. movie got... Like mixed reviews. Like some people either really liked it or they really couldn't. Hated it. And there was nothing in the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Go okay. ahead. But that's why she's on a. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So she's been all in the press. She does this interview, and somebody asks her something along the lines of, you know, like what, um, what she does when she's feeling like overwhelmed or things of that nature. And she said she goes back and she reads like. Slave cases. I thought you were saying she goes back and watches Dawson's Creek. <laughs> why? This is why we can't press as a society. You see this? This is why. This is why we are remedial. Because Evan. <laughs> that made no sense, but keep going. <laughs> like, that made no sense. Okay, so as I was saying, she said that she goes back when she's having a tough day and she reads like recollections of slaves like she has a book of of you know slave stories and she reads them and i find there to be something fundamentally disturbing about that because any recollection from a slave during slavery is 
very traumatic and emotional. And it's like you, the first black billionaire, when you're having a bad day to make yourself feel better, you go and you read slip. <laughs> so what's it like? It what? can always be worse type shit. I, like I was say, what, I don't she, know. she didn't give a reason why what her logic was behind it. That what? was her logic. It makes Wait, her feel better. Who who what interviewed her? Do you know who interviewed I her? I don't recall. I don't think it, was, because, it doesn't sound like it was a, because, on the American press tour. It don't sound like at least I'm not I, a I don't slave don't call in her South Carolina. I don't want to call her a liar, but there's a part of me that thinks that. Yeah, Oprah can be a bit traumatic at times, a and bit. wants and wants to kind of it's kind of pandering, present herself bit. as unique. So, like, well, what do you do when you have a time? It's like, well, you don't want to say you just take a nap. My, or, my thing, my thing, like, like most people do, or something like that. Right, but right. It said it's like, no, I, I have this collection of slave stories. Now, I, I will admit that you you can probably find some inspiration in someone finding the will to beat the system. And find your freedom. I, I, that I do get, but but I don't it's, know. With her, I don't. I have a hard time thinking that she actually does. I think she's just saying it to try to see me. I think with Oprah, she's from the Jim Crow South. Her parents were probably sharecroppers. She don't got to go all the way back to figure out, you know, right how bad she, it was back right. then. Right. She she kind of broke it. money. Yeah. It's not it's not that serious. <laughs> and like. so to correct myself, it was plantation records that she reads. It's the same thing. Is, is, just, well, that's different. That's, that's, wait, that's, that's not stories. That's, that's it's even worse. That's data. That's just a war report. That's 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 like the census. Like, yeah, it's okay, a war report. That's crazy. We've, we've got these number of slaves alive. Yeah. These these number died. It's and disturbing. Now better keep Oprah disturbing. and her weave out the oval. And, and and so somebody had tweeted and they said, you know, this is only being accepted by people as as okay because it's talking about slavery like because if somebody said yeah when i'm having a bad day i go back and i read about the genocide or i read about hitler or i read about the holocaust when i'm having a bad day fuck out of here that's disturbing like if somebody said that to me i would be like you you're probably a serial killer (laughs) like like not you know it just kind of sounds crazy and i was like it's also know. a conversation killer. That's like when the silence shows up. And right. You're like, yeah, there's nothing else to say. We'll talk about a buzzkill. We didn't really want to talk about slavery today. Like, or any day. Like, we know it happened and it was horrific. And, but like, you read about it to feel better about your day. I, I get it. Unless she's trying I to, don't. unless it was a white person interviewing her and she's just trying to remind them of slavery. I don't know because don't Oprah know. is weird. I've, yeah. I've, we've been reading a she lot of yeah, strange she, stories she about her lately. She never supported hip hop, the hip hop culture. Not till it became a point where she could make some bread off it. Yeah, I don't know. But it was just a very strange story, and I found it very striking, and it kind of pissed me off. And I was like, okay, fuck you, Oprah. <laughs> I mean, I, if you ever wanted to give me a car on your show, I would take it. I, but but fuck you, Oprah. I, I've never been an, an Oprah Winfrey fan. I've never, I, I've never liked her. I don't really know much about her, but I'm starting to learn, and the more stories that come out about her, I'm kind of like, you're kind of a fucked up individual, no? She, she comes off across to me as um, an opportunist in the negative sense. Like sure. someone who, it doesn't matter what, if, if it's going to get it, if, if, if she'll do it to get ahead, she'll do it. And the kind of ice water in your veins um, type of mentality. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And not to say it hasn't worked for her, or, or not to say even that she hasn't given back, because she has, but uh, there's something very ruthless about her that is starting to come across to me the more that I learn about her. Like the stuff we read about with her and Monique, and uh, the, you know, she was accused of knowing about like Harvey Weinstein and his behavior and things of that nature, which I 
believe well, she probably did. There's pictures of her and him, you know, yeah. smiling. Buddy, buddy, funny. yeah. I mean, if you're in that industry, I think you know all that stuff that's happening. You know, Oprah, I think she knew about Harvey Weinstein and um, Several all these others, other directors yeah. and producers. And the thing is, she didn't talk about it. Like, she let all this time go by, and she probably knew about all this stuff. And Anybody that's done business with Harvey Weinstein knew the shit he was doing, but they needed him. Yeah. No matter who you think of, they needed him to get shit done. So they just let and it And then when all this shit came out, and it was like, well, you're radioactive now. They kicked him out of his company. They were like, well, we don't. You know, get the fuck out of here. But it's disturbing to me because if my recollection is correct, and I'm going to Google it as I'm speaking, but I think... Oprah was a, a victim of sexual assault herself. When she was young, I well, think so too. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but her teenager. story's been weird because, like, she every time oh. she tells it, it's like it's a little bit. Pull extra sauce. Pull extra sauce on it. It's a little bit different. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is, is Oprah lying about being me too? Nope. I'm not getting into that. Oprah got too much breath. She might. She might shut us down. <laughs> I just know. Whenever she talks uh, about I like, I don't, her, I don't want no smoke with she Oprah. She talks about her upbringing. It, it's it's like, oh wait a minute. I thought your father raised you. Mm. Oh, y'all and, niggas, niggas want to smoke with open. Y'all wild. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> y'all wild. And, and I'll never, I'm, I'm never one to shoot down anybody. You know what I mean? Especially when we're talking about assault, anything like that. Um, I'm just Googling it. It does say that she was raped at the age of nine. Mm. Um, so it's strange to me that, you know, being in that business and knowing all of those things, that she would align herself so closely with somebody like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Even if she just heard whispers, even if she never yeah. came out publicly against him. Charlie Rose, too. There's pictures yep. of her sitting Charlie. next to him, smiling on her Shit, face. Shit, Jesus. All, all of them niggas she was around with Donald. All of them. Oh, yeah. Even she did. And you know what he likes and, to and do. And he said it. He was, he was a circus clown back then. Everybody was like, okay, well, he's a funny motherfucker, so it's all right. But stuff like this. And now, think, and now look where it's gotten everybody now. But stuff like this, I think, is the reason why she probably never will run for president. I mean, you run for president, you get vetted. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they, from the moment you well, were in the cradle to present day, they want right. to know everything. So Oprah seems to me like the type of person, she doesn't want a speck of dirt. Anyone to know a speck of dirt. Right. That's what. I, that's why I think she. Won't, that's part of why I don't think she'll run either. I don't think she wants to deal with the stress. No, I, I don't think she wants her life put on display like that. I mean, no, she's she's a billionaire, Listen. and her boyfriend of a billion years oh lives in her pool house. She won't even let him move Listen. into the main house. I mean, Stedman got his own, bro. He's not even worried about. And listen, whatever you know works that? for you, but shout that out, shout out to Stedman. Can, can Stedman have company? He might. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, that's all that matters. Maybe when she's not home. I don't, I don't uh, believe Stedman got hold. There's times he looks like a stage prop. Like she's yeah. on the show and she's like, and then here's Stedman. Okay, now move. Get out the way. And then, you know, over Step here. Aside. Right. And yeah. the wild shit is he's it, like an investment banker or some shit. It ain't like he's some loser. Right. That met over and just leeching off of like sharp dude was making money just met like the richest woman in the country he ain't making Oprah money nobody sure. is <laughs> except like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and shit you yeah. know what I'm saying what's going on with Bruno Mars son have, have y'all watched this video this two minute clip what no, video? Oh, no. the cultural appropriation? No, I didn't watch video? it. No. I saw it circling. I saw it circling. Bam, They're bam, saying bam. Bruno Mars is appropriating the culture. Listen, listen. Because of this, this recent album. Is it that because of the Living Color music? No, it's because of the album. It's because of the album in its entirety. But, but no one was talking about it until the in Living Color yes. thing. I don't know how they couldn't. They didn't listen but, to the but album. Didn't he say in an interview? I don't know who interviewed him. Didn't he? Didn't he admit that he loves black music? Like yes. he has every interview. Yes. You mean every interview he's ever done? Yes. So. In that sense, if he's acknowledging it, is that really cultural appropriate? No, and that is the argument that we I don't have know what been they making want. for days. I don't know what they want Bruno to do. 
He made a tribute album to New he's Jack Swing, Rican, basically. Right? He he's Puerto, Puerto Rican, right? He is Puerto Rican Jew. Oh, he's, he's a, 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 a just said. So. And he even said it. He goes, I'm Puerto Rican growing up. I knew about the African influences and everything from the music that I listened to, to salsa, to the dancing, everything. Puerto he's Rico said was a slave it. port. Hello, I'm Puerto Rican. I know. So I'm like, yeah. and, and my thing is. He learned that shit in Hawaii. That's a miracle. The cultural. <laughs> but he grew up in Brooklyn. So no, he's like, he, <laughs> His father's from Brooklyn. They moved. They moved to Hawaii. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's so frustrating to have this argument. And literally, the internet it, it, all day long. Every time like Bruno's name comes up, it is like a pro- meltdown. I love it. It is appropriation city to the point when one of his songs comes on the radio. I'm like, this is some good appropriation, and I start dancing because it is like absurd at this point. The only thing I wasn't with was him winning album of the year. That's the only thing I wasn't win. But so, I, I knew he was gonna win it. I, just, it. I knew he was I mean, gonna win. I just didn't think he should have. I thought, honestly, I thought uh, K Dot should have got it. But I knew once Bruno got in, he had the big singles. The album went platinum. I was like, he's gonna win. The album's two Don't years cry. old. It's still on the radio, and it just yeah. got a second world tour. Everybody loved the album. Everybody. No, except these people. This was, this was except people who think he's culturally appropriating. I watched. I watched the. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, forgive me. Like, what people are saying that he's cultural? Oh, I'm gonna tell you right Black now. Black Twitter. Because let me tell you right now. Wait, Hearts. wait. Our people are, are, yes. are saying he's yes. a culturally. And, and, and That's mind blowing, so, right there for me. This Sorry, is why it's stop. exhausting because it's like, dude. As, as as black people, we have so many other fucking things to be mad about. Nope. Like, there are so many nope. other hills to die on. Bruno stole New Jack Swing. We want him back. Oh my god, it's so exhausting. <laughs> it is so god, exhausting. But no, I watched well, this, the clips two minutes. It's this girl. Yes. Her name's like Seren or something. So she's like, she doesn't. She goes on this why she doesn't fuck with Bruno like that. First, she starts off well. If he died tomorrow, I'd bake a cake. Why are you going what? into that? Exactly. Yes. What? And then she goes, then her, her second point was that he's not original, that, you know, he steals music, whatever, which isn't true, but I get it, whatever. Then she goes into Michael Jackson, if he came out today, wouldn't be as popular as Bruno Mars because Bruno Mars is a thief. Now, Michael Jackson, the guy whose Thriller album sold more albums than anybody ever, from 1978 to probably like 95 when that that's when the history album came out and had like screaming shit on mm-hmm. it always went diamond people and faint when they go to see Michael and Tom at his shows thing. I mean come on and, and I mean Michael put out music before he died a few years before he died and it and wasn't he, as popular as was, his older stuff. He was to go on tour. So, so yeah, right. But he, so yeah, he may not be as popular as Bruno. But that's just that's what happens. He, yeah, he died. He died almost, <laughs> it's you know, the time. He's, right, like, he, he's not as hot, but he's still hot. He's still Michael Jackson. Yeah. It doesn't matter when Michael Jackson came out. He would have been the biggest thing in the world because he was oh, Michael fucking Jackson. Man. Don't try to make your point that you don't like somebody. So you bring in like the most popular artist ever to bring your point up. It's exhausting. So, it, it's exhausting, and especially because of the fact, like Ev pointed out, all of this talk started, especially when the finesse video came out with him and Cardi B, yep. and they were doing the the whole tribute to Living Color. In Living Color, and they keep calling it appropriation. And all I can think about is the fact of so was it appropriation when J Lo was dancing on? He in literally in put a graphic well, up well, saying a tribute, tribute to, to in Living, Living Color, color. <laughs> but but not just J Lo. Rosie Perez was the choreographer. Th- but that's what I'm saying. So both of these people are Puerto Rican, just like Bruno's Puerto Rican. All of them acknowledge their roots. Is it? It's different because she was literally on the, the actual show. So was she appropriating? They let Drake be half Jamaican and that nigga from Toronto. Ain't nobody say nothing. 
But now Bruno come in with his conk, with his, with his curl in his head. Now you mad? Come on, son. And every Just chance the song. Bruno hot. gets, he's thanking and giving credit to black artists and black art. His whole band is black I, people. I hate to I say just, this, but maybe, maybe that's the problem. I know, I know it sounds weird, but I think maybe the fact that, you know, there's that old saying that if you try to please everyone, you please no one. And I think maybe the fact that he continuously... But it, it's almost going to be viewed as like that's not enough. So Bruno got his short ass on stage after he won all his Grammys. He thanked Teddy Riley. He thanked Babyface. He thanked Jimmy like he Cameron, can thank Quincy Lewis. Jones, and they'll still he be thinks, like, no, nah, that ain't good He went through a whole list of people. Like, and the thing is, I don't think he's doing it to people please. He knows his music. He knows his culture. He's educated in it, and it's right. it's from a place of sincerity. Bruno's a year older than me. Oh, I'm 32. But, he's but 33. how educated are the mass when it, it comes to the African diaspora? It's because right. white people like his music. I think. Oh, yeah, it's got something to do so, with it. So to, but to why do people like Michael Jackson's music? Everybody like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, I mean, everybody, everybody Michael Jackson like. was black and white. <laughs> well, he was black for a while. He's black now, but 300 years from now, he'll be probably considered white. Because they're like looking at the, like how yeah. 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 Like, yeah, he was um, never black. He was like, really? Yeah. To piggyback off what you're saying, Ev, my, my thought process in this has been if the music wasn't good, nobody would even care. Right. Because, like, look at, okay, Ev. Eminem dropped an album last year. He's still a white rapper. That's not cultural appropriation. Nobody said a word. Nah, because that shit wasn't hot. Why? Because it wasn't good. That shit wasn't hot. Don't nobody give a fuck. Did you listen yet, Bianca? No. So how do you know it wasn't good? Because I know it wasn't good. Okay. He had a good message. I bet he did. (laughs) But like that's. But that's exactly like if that's if you're not Uh, angry about that if you're not calling that appropriation, how you. Again, words mean things, right? Yeah. Words mean things. And, and, and you can't just say, it's appropriation, it's erasure, it's, it's not. But it's, it's also not. understanding what your culture is and where it comes from. I think some of this cultural appropriation where, you know, being directed toward Bruno Mars is sad to say some of us are not taking the time to learn our history, learn our culture. So yes. when someone does pay homage you're going, oh, well, you're trying to take from me. But it's like, but you didn't understand where it all came from. Yeah. You don't and understand the history of it. If you did, you'd actually appreciate it. Like, like I, I'm always from believer, you, you, learning your, about your culture is, is never ending. Your, your whole life, you got to keep your learning. Your whole life, yes. So just hearing this for the first time is, for me, Jarring. as African-American, that's shocking. Because I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. He just said, yeah, I love did. black music. He just said, I am you know, a black man. I have African so I'm, I'm, when, yeah. when I asked you that, you were like, no, after I'm like, that's kind of shocking to yes. me. Yes, and it's, and it's shocking for me as well, especially being a, you know, a, a Puerto Rican woman. It's, it's strange because Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico is in the Caribbean, you know what I mean? Along with all of the other countries that are considered in the he Caribbean. He slaves off there too. All of the other yeah. countries that are considered black. And when it comes to Puerto Ricans, because we were raped and pillaged by Europe so much, half of us are lighter, half of us are darker, but we have a very strong African descent. We do. Yeah. It, it, our, our island was populated Y'all by... slave owners were just the Spanish... They, yes, they were from Spain. Exactly. That's really what it was. But like, you know, I think it's also about learning the fact of like slavery was very big in, in America. But before it got here, it went through our island. Went through the Caribbean, like, yeah. It, they, they, they enslaved us. They raped us. They did all of those things. It just, you know, got washed to the wayside a lot because of what happened in America later was so much worse. 
And so when we're talking about things like that, it's like, okay, but you consider other countries from the Caribbean to be black. You don't challenge their blackness. But when somebody who's, say, Puerto Rican says, you know, I'm, I'm you know, Afro-Latina or, or, or whatever, it's, it's questionable and people want to have whole, like, in-depth conversations. And it's like, you look at Bruno Mars, somebody with kinky curly hair like myself. He's got a nigga nose just like we do. <laughs> sure he do. damn sure ain't white. So I don't... Yeah. I, the, the, the whole argument just gets lost with me, especially when he's saying yeah. aloud... All of these, these things came from Africa. We came from Africa. Ain't give a fuck about Bruno Mars when he was doing pop singles with B.O.B. and all that shit. No. They didn't care when he was playing the ukulele and other, other weirdo shit he did before he did this album. Now, it's a problem. The nigga who made New Jack Swing ain't mad at him, so why are you? Yeah. Teddy Riley ain't mad at him. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis ain't mad at him. Babyface ain't. Charlie Wilson had to stick up for him. So what the fuck are you mad about? L- listen, fellow black people. To quote <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some perm on that attitude because y'all need to relax. <laughs> it's also like <laughs> Bruno Mars kind of so kind well. of has done like what Beyonce has done. Beyonce has made music in pretty much every genre: country, pop, R and B. She's rapped. Bruno Mars is Yo, kind Beyonce's of Beyonce's country song is fire. Too. It's fire. <laughs> Fu- yes, B. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, do don't do that no more. Don't do that no more. Yeah. Do Beehive boys unite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so Bruno Mars has kind of done that same thing where he's you know they're like oh well he just now started getting into this okay so he's just showing his range he wants to do different things and grow as an artist I hate the fact that black art always gets encapsulated in like being one thing like what we saw happen with Black Panther, they were like, but it didn't have enough meaning. It's a fucking comic. Comic deriving from the word to bring to bring laughter. It was supposed to be funny. It, it, it went into deeper meanings, but it didn't have to. It did more than it had to. And you criticized it even though it, it went above and beyond. It's a movie like, about a fake country about fake metal with a nigga in a cast suit. You mad? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, I want so enjoy the movie, baby. I want people so badly to let black art exist in the environments in which it exists in. Not everything has to be one thing by one person. Um, not everything has to talk about our pain and our history. Some shit can just be for entertainment and it can be okay. Sometimes I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think part of the problem is, is with our history is we've had a lot of things taken from us and we weren't given credit. Absolutely. So part of the, 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 the cultural appropriation in you know, I'm with you. It, it's not, you know, Bruno's paying homage and, and being respectful. I think part of the problem is, is, I mean, even looking at music, you know, rock and roll. People call oh, Elvis yeah. the king. Nah, he's he a thief. He's a fucking thief. But I will say this, though. Elvis even admitted, though, he was like, I listened to black artists and I was trying to imitate them. But for a long time, we just never got the credit for that. And, and there's other things that we've done outside of music. So I, so. Part of it comes from this sort of this very defensive, yes. like, oh, here we go again. Because there was that with Eminem, when he was in hip-hop, there was that moment where people kind of held their breath like, oh, shoot, is he the Elvis of hip-hop? Right. And Eminem even kind of mentioned it in his tracks, like, no, I'm not, but I do get the, where you're, you're coming, coming from so, with this. So anyone who disagrees with us right now, here's the definition of appropriation. Give it to him, dog. Give it to the him. The action of taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. So, 
if you're giving credit, necessarily there's no owner of our culture. It's a culture. It's a when you're, so If you're doing it without giving the credit, yeah, you're appropriating. Right. But with, I mean, Elvis, with Bruno Mars, if you're saying, hey, this is what I grew up on, this is what I listened to growing up, this is what I know. I just want to know what they want and him to do. And it's also who you're I giving am. Credit. You're what do they, want, what do they you're, want him to do? I don't but know. The thing with Elvis, though, was this. He was given credit, but the record labels oh, were yeah, not. not right. That was that yeah. was the big and, problem. And, they were having two different and, and artists singing the same song, which is why Little Richard started singing the way he was singing. He yeah. was singing like really fast. Yeah. Because he would sing a song, and then, um, I forgot the guy's name, but he would sing the exact same song, and it was like the black audience got Little Richard's version. And, and it was said, forget that. Yeah, I wrote it. I should have the masters. I should have the rights. So then he changed the way. He and when Elvis was around, you had the whole civil rights movement going on around the same time. Sure. So <laughs> I don't know the record labels were letting them right. say that shit out loud. <laughs> and my thing is, I want us to be mad at cultural appropriation. Things like what we watched the Kardashians do. Things like what we watched... Uh, Miss NAACP, what the fuck is oh, her? Rachel. Rachel, I'm oh, oh, going to be black today and white tomorrow. Yeah. I want us to be mad at things no, about that, like that. Don't I, disrespect Rachel like that. Oh, Dolan's fuck out of here. Yes. The <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. I, I, I want people we to be about angry about things week, like Mark. that. We talked about Some of the things she was appropriating actually are very offensive. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm a baby mama. Like, I'm sorry. When did that... Um, <laughs> Like, like our our culture. Like why did this like, is why I did not She took like she's transracial. Let her be. She took transracial. I'm gonna shoot myself oh, in the wow. face. She took stereotypes about black people right. and used that to kind of create her persona. Right. Um and, and I want us to be mad at things like that. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it is a a waste of energy and a and an inappropriate channeling of energy to be angry at Bruno Mars who's not culturally appropriating and I really want people to like read up on that and like let it go like we have so many other fights right now in 2018 that we could make there's so many other things that we could fight to the death and argue about how you listen listen to 24 care magic and not feel good how you listen to that's how I like the thing with people though is like Fuck out of here. Like, I, I agree what you're saying. There's so many things that we got to fight for. But the thing about people, when you ever look at this country's history, um, it's sad to say you need a crisis to happen. Like, <laughs> something that's so traumatic, everybody. Yeah. Like, 9-11 yeah. made everybody go, okay, we got to put some stuff aside. We really need to right. look at things differently. But then when things got peaceful, like, okay, we're going back to the way we were. No, we'll just we'll <laughs> add muscles into the group of people that we just persecute for no reason. When dogs so, die in the overhead compartment, you got to go. Oh, you got to put your foot down. Changes. You got to put your fucking foot down. <laughs> There's your crisis. We need, like, mass number of dogs, a lot of dogs. To but f- but fuck, fuck all that. <laughs> Speak, speaking of angry people, your man DJ Envy. My oh, fellow Envy, God. Envy, my fellow Hamptonian. Why are you on TV acting like this, my G? I, I got the audio. You got the audio? Yeah, I got the audio. I mean, I'm with him, but he, 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 was, he, was, he was wild, son. I, I thought I, he wanted to fight. I haven't, I haven't actually watched this. I was busy at work oh, today, so I'm So you didn't see it? No. Oh, no. Oh, you didn't hear Roll it? Roll the tape, Sean. <laughs> Shout out to the Breakfast Club um, for Let's edit, go. editing this for me. <laughs> <laughs> editing this for me. <laughs> you owe my wife an apology. When you insinuated that she was there for the check on your show. Uh, when you said she was there for the check. That's what you said exactly. I heard it. And so you feel... clip right now. Yeah, you owe her right, you Let's hear the Let's hear the Let's hear the, the, let's hear the clip. We went through a stage Ooh. where Rashawn cheated on me. And she used the real name too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But to be honest with you, I didn't expect it. This is because Deez's he treated me amazingly. Everything whatever. was fantastic. He was a wonderful father. He never failed at that. He's like, damn, you lying as hell. You lying like a motherfucker for me. I appreciate you, queen. When I found out, I hired a divorce attorney. I even began to prep my kids. How do you prep your kids? Your daddy ain't shit. I felt like a letdown. I felt like a failure. Mm -hmm. Like I was Rashawn at home, but in the streets I was DJ Envy. Mm -hmm. So it was two different mm -hmm. people. And I didn't know DJ Envy. And Got it was it was a situation. Well, you know them DJ Envy checks though. You know them DJ Envy checks though. That's a, that's a little disrespectful, brother. That was a joke, Envy. Like, for real. I don't that joke when you talk about my wife. All right, uh, I apologize. Then. You see what I'm saying? You can talk about me all day. You can make right. jokes to me, but when it comes about my wife and my family, it's a little disrespectful. Envy would never do another joke and about you. You should know that. Cause you I got know, kids and a wife. I feel you. I feel you. I hear that. But you know what I'm saying? At the end but, of the day, so that was it. So that's the clip that pissed him off so bad that he yes, spazzed and he then said, walked out. He, he, got, he, got a little, he tried to get a little tough on him. Well, he's like, you but, said my wife's only with me for the money. I heard it. And then in the clip, it says, oh, you know those. He says, oh, I don't know DJ Envy. And he said, oh, you know those DJ Envy checks. And how did he get she's only with me for the money from that? I don't know, because he was upset. I don't know, nigga. Yeah. Like, did, they, did they have children together? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is why. DJ Envy, they've been together. Yeah, like I guess they've been together since they were like fifteen or something. They, 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 they were together before he even went and to college and shit. Yeah, so before he had money, he was they were together. They were yeah. together, but he cheated on her with Erica Bennett, right? The, yeah, I, mean, I don't I know. The statement still food, stands food. though. Like you know, she didn't know DJ Envy, but you knew DJ Envy's checks. So it was just basically a play on his words. You look right deep into it. It was just a joke. But right, right, it was a joke. It was a play on her words. It was a joke. But how did how did he get that she's only with him for the money? I don't, I don't I don't know how he got there, but he's entitled to how he feels. So he was upset. He said something. He said his piece. I'm with it. He said his but he said, he said his piece, and then he stood, stood there with an attitude and then walked out of the interview. I mean, they weren't gonna fight. Might as well walk out. You um, gonna sit there and be mad? You ain't gonna fight, so walk away. I think there's a few moving pieces here. One, I think he has already thoroughly embarrassed his wife because from what I read, nobody even knew he cheated till he decided himself he to come out and publicly it. and admit it on the radio. It. And he's like, you don't talk about women and children. Like, yo, you and your wife are on another TV show talking about and they have a podcast right. cheating. Right. And they have a podcast together too. <laughs> and, so like, and, and that's the other part, part of it is when you put your own business, um, on, on Front Street, when you when you talk about your own life on social media, on TV, unfortunately, you friend or up. foe, you open up your life to other people's opinions. And while I agree that friends, because to my understanding, him and Dean they're, they're, cool. they're very good friends. They're all cool, yeah. While I do agree that friends should know better than to, to make jokes at the expense of your family life, I think that... Um, they're kind of both wrong and right. I get his disdain towards their comments, but I also get why they they have a job to do, and and people probably expect them to make those kind of comments. I, I, and it was like I kind of see both you sides. You know those DJ Envy checks? Hell yeah, she knows those DJ Envy checks. Some shits are probably loaded. Like yeah, you know those DJ Envy checks. I don't get that. I don't. I don't see how that correlates to. He, being with him for the money. You keep saying it. He, he's still mad about it. He keep, keep hearing that shit. He's probably still mad about it right fucking now. I think also he's probably been under a lot of pressure with his wife since he cheated on her. Oh, no. You know you know what that was. And That was, that was an order from home. Gonna, and and with this resurfacing, she's pro he probably knew as he's hearing it, uh, as it happened, that he was going to have to go back and explain to his wife why she's the punchline of a joke, which is difficult. Yeah. Well, she owns him. I mean, he cheated. And he went kids. home. Oh, by the ball. If, if you go to court, right? If, he, yeah. if they go to court, then she can. Clean he went him home. Out. He told his wife, "These are my were coming up." She was like, "Listen, 
You know you're saying something to these niggas, right? <laughs> she looked at him, no, 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 no. You are saying something to these niggas. He was like, you're right. Because they, they had a point. Like, why are you going on the show with five women with yeah. your wife? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, they're going to bring up you cheating, dog. Everything, everything you're saying is absolutely right. It's a setup. This was a mandate from home. You go talk to these <laughs> niggas. But this is, also, isn't this an example that we were talking about a few minutes ago about like the dumbing down of society like stuff like this is on TV yeah. it's kind of yeah. like what's yeah. the yeah. point it it it's like, mindless drivel but it's you know it's, I don't know what I'm talking about this made my point this shit is hilarious to the, to the point where a radio DJ cheating on his wife is news <laughs> you know what I mean and, and you out here making us look bad baby don't, don't do that you, make, you out here making us look bad don't do that <laughs> and to oh, give man. another perspective it may even not have been that he personally cared so much but i have to imagine if him and Deez amaro are friends they've probably been in his home around his wife she's probably you know made them dinner things of that nature you know what i mean she's probably opened her home to them and are so they're like they're, they're friends though? are they like real friends are they like are they friends or are they cool i don't know to my understanding friends. from the way the internet put it they're friends so kind of like arnold schwarzenegger's maid when he, yeah kind of like that like she's, I don't know. Just, oh, she's been there they were more than friends he invited himself to some of that <laughs> but so, yeah. but, but no, he, he's he's making the comparison that like you know, um, the wife was in the house and he he was diddling their maid. Like so. I said, he invited himself to some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So um, it, it may be that you know he his wife was extremely hurt by the comment. Like you know, mm-hmm. maybe she felt like they were coming at her, which I could see. And his yeah, his his wife has they have a podcast together. Yeah, they do. It's like, I don't know, I just feel like you got to have a little bit thicker skin, man, if you're going to be in media. Sure you do. So if you're going to be on TV talking about your business, you got to expect... Other people, too. Criticism. And I don't even think that was really criticism. It was like, yeah, you know those DJ Envy checks. But also, I think, like, if I said, you know, my relationship is XYZ on television, and Joe Schmo from Down the Block was like, wow, y'all are bulla, I'd be like, okay, whatever, fuck you, Joe Schmo, you don't know my life. But like, if you and Eric got on the podcast and were like, wow, Bianca, your relationship is bulla, I would be like, that hurts. You guys have been my friends for a million years. Like, yeah, but I don't think I, I don't I don't know what the internet the internet says a lot, so I don't know that, how close. They from were, what but, I was reading, and, and it was several conversations. They're they're friends. The way he was mad about it like he was mad about like it seemed very personal yeah which which brings me to this so he was i don't know which one is Jesus and which one is marrow the dark one's Jesus, the light one's okay so Jesus is the one that said it yep he envy said marrow owed her apology too like they both owed her i mean they're collective they go everywhere together so i'll never see them niggas apart right it's which both which, of their shows. So if I say something on this podcast, which that y'all don't agree with, no, we, we separate we separate ourselves from your bad opinions all the time. I mean, time. we give disclaimers Absolutely. often. Like you hate mac and cheese, but and we've but that's like someone holding against God. y'all what I said. Well, I mean, it, oh, I, I go on my way to make sure I'm not held accountable for the dumb shit. But I said. could, but I could understand how they would do mm-hmm. that because although it's you saying it, it's the goddamn fools, and yeah. we host this show with you. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, we sink or swim together. You know what I mean? Like if you say something stupid. Stupid, we all kind of have to be. I stick up for you in public. I call you an idiot in yeah. private, but I call you. Uh, you know, I stick up for you in public. Any, I might. St- any, I might stick up for you in public. Depending on what, what it is. Say? Anything. <laughs> anything I say are my thoughts and my thoughts only. <laughs> yeah, because you got bad opinions, man. You got bad. Eric takes, and Bianca, man. the goddamn fools, are not to be held accountable. <laughs> thank you. That's thank a big you. Thank fact. you for that. One, I want that in writing one day. Yeah, you, got, um, you got bad takes, bro. I can't, but, but so you know what I mean. I, I get it from that standpoint. You know what I mean. We say a lot of things on the show, and if somebody ever came and said, "Wow, Bianca, you know, you said that it was really, it was really damaging," and, and we, you know, I would want you guys to stick up for me, but at, at the same time, I would feel bad. Like, damn, I said something that damaged our reputation as as a collective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's get through these quick. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to see the show tonight. I know they roasting this thing on the show tonight. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Steph Curry had a yacht party. Clay Thompson was doing handstands, and broke his thumb. <laughs> I thought he broke his thumb, broke his thumb <laughs> in the game. No, he broke his thumb at the party. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know, but I know he fell at the on, on camera. Yo, they and, were wasted. They like wasted, bro. Um, so that's that. So Steph like, Curry was like sitting on a stage, being fed like ribs or some shit. So, <laughs> this is how unbothered they are by how bad they're, they're gonna, playing. No, they're gonna demolish things. They're not even worried right now. No, they, they no. don't give a shit at all. These niggas, this nigga eating ribs in a white shirt. That's 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 he was no being worries. Fed ribs yep. and a white shirt, white shirt. No and he was wasted while E forty performed that's in right. the background. Right. Yep, they legend. E foul. Right, anyway, moving on. <laughs> on the run two tour is coming. Jay Z and Beyonce. I didn't get my tickets because them shits was trash. I'm gonna try to wait till Monday and get. Yeah, it. I, need, I need more release. I, I seen it. I seen what they had. I want. If, I want, if I want not, to I'm gonna have to fucking pay extra on StubHub or Christ. just not go. I can't wait. It's gonna be so exciting. But I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I mean, I'm worried about the weather, though, man. Especially up here, it's so unprotectable. It'll be, it'll August. Be, yeah, be August. It's in the stadium outside. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'll bring but don't, don't postpone it, I guess. No, anything. unless it's thunder and lightning, that shit gonna happen. Oh right yeah, inside, nigga. it's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna perform in the rain. She's done it before. Yeah. In like pouring rain. That would be dope. Look at, look at she. Or creep, she could like. Creepo. No, I, I would. I would prefer she not be dancing in heels in rain because I don't want her to get hurt. So let's not. This, this is why we need a dome stadium in the we Northeast. Really do. We need this one. doesn't make sense. This, this is crazy. Um, speaking of on the run, Joel Santana. Sorry. All right. This is amazing. He was actually on the run. Chit, chit. Yeah. How, how you check in to the airport with guns and pills? It's almost like he got up to the, the checkpoint and was like, wait a minute. Please arrest me. There's a, there's a 38 in this bag. There's oxys in here. I don't have a prescription. Whose bag is this? Let me get the fuck out of here. Joel Santana was caught with a gun illegally. In Newark Airport, yep, in pills, and he turned himself in. So we had what? How many RIPs today? Three. I guess we could give a fourth RIP to, to, to his reunion. To his freedom. No, to his freedom. To the diplomats' reunion. This is the last one. Finally, Jim it. Jones and Cameron made up. You know, that's all we we're waiting for. And Joel just wants to go get fucking locked up. So, sure. thanks, Joels. We appreciate it. I mean, my man was on the run for a, a good twelve hours. He's like, wait a minute. They, they found the pills too. Now let me turn myself in real quick. I've never owned a gun or anything like that, but. Actually, this makes it more frustrating for me because, you know, you go to the airport, you wait the long line, you put your bag through, you take your shoes off, you, you yeah, wallet. You're also not a felon, then, Mark. No, no, <laughs> try, no but, but, here's, but here's the thing, though. But, but then, and then you got to hope to God that you're not that random person that they send over to the um, that, other metal detector to get pat down. I was recently just violated like that. Right. And, and then you find out <laughs> that really this, oh, and then you man. come to find out that this guy was able to get on a plane. No, he no, wasn't. No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't? Was, no. No, no. He didn't, he, didn't even, he, didn't get, he didn't even get past the checkpoint. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. So he, he ran it, from. It sounded like he had. No, no. He tried. To, he went through security. They mm-hmm. stopped him with all his information. He had his. ID and everything, everything in the bag. In the he ran, left all his shit, and then eventually turned himself in a few days later. Why on earth would you bring a gun? I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing he was high. I, yeah. don't, I, I know he's got, a, he got a charge, too. I don't know. Yeah, but who's going to do what to you in the airport? You never know. Shit might pop off. I mean, you never it's, know. It's, like, it's real Look at T.I. He was like stockpiling guns. Like, you're a famous rapper, dog. Just in defense, some, they're, they're both about 5'5". Five, five. The niggas is little. I've seen T.I. in person. some security. Like, you're rich and famous now. It, it doesn't got to be like that, well, bro. Well, define rich. I don't listen to Yeah. Okay, he was once rich. He, he might be broke now. I don't, I don't really know. All I know is he's going to 
Max B would probably be out of jail before. <laughs> well, he might be free to, free to wave, by the way. Oh, Ow. Um, I have another RIP, actually. Mm. Damn, another I, one? I'd like to give a, a rest in peace to Snapchat. Oh, yeah, they're done. They're done out here. So, Five RIPs today. This it's a, been a rough week. It's a goddamn fool's record. <laughs> Hypothetically. So, Hypothetically. So if I did Snapchat it. posted an ad that said, would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? And it showed Mm-mm. a picture next to each like Mm-mm. option of them. Mm-mm. Okay? It's just, it's just one smart. So this, they, they posted this ad. What they're saying... It that was ha- Snapchat? That wasn't like a third party? No. Uh. They said that it got approved by accident and it was posted on Tuesday and somehow it made its way all the way to Rihanna this morning. Uh. And she had this to say. Now Snapchat, I know you already know you ain't my fave app out there, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess. I'd love to call it ignorance, but I know you ain't that dumb. You spent money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to DV victims, DV being domestic violence, and made a joke of it. This isn't about my personal feelings, because I don't have much of them, but all the women, children, and men that have been victims of DV in the past, and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet, you let us down. Shame on you. Throw the whole app ology. Oh, Apple? apology. Apple, apology. Oh. There you go. That's what I think it's what it's supposed to be. It's, there's a dash. Apologize. There's yeah. a dash in there. I promise you I can actually read, but I don't know. Anyway, throw the whole app away. Though. Um, I, I don't blame Rihanna for that, and I think Snapchat was really trash. For, I, don't, I really don't care how. I don't even know how that article, that ad got put together and made it past anybody. Definitely need to slap Snapchat. I mean. If not for this, for that fucking fuck-ass update. Well, um, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the update was trash, which almost tanked them. Then Kylie Jenner tanked their stock. Yep. Their stock fell 5% today after Rihanna posted that. Um, I think it's just really distasteful. Man. I mean... Put them niggas in a blender. They all You set. took a horrible moment between those two people who were in a relationship and went through something really tragic with each other, and you exploited it to make it comical... On a social media site, and you it's, tell just, it's like bright colors. Yes, the words are, it's like blacky letters. Like it's supposed to be like some funny shit. It's not funny, and it's nigga. not funny. Blur. It's awful. It seems like it was a bunch of people who only look at numbers. Don't, sure, don't look at reality in the real world, and then and said, "Well, yeah, niggas are hating, and I get no buns, so they think that shit is funny." I, this, is this is, I mean, some some people like to have this belief that if you do things edgy and everything like that, that that gets a lot of attention. If it gets a lot of attention, it gets a lot of views. And I'll look and at dominoes it. and on and on and on, but this did get a lot of attention, but yeah. it was very negative. They should have took the money when they had the chance. They my thing out was, baby. could you like click on either option and then what happened? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, you know, but, what but there was, was no one in there with the common sense no. to say, and, and that's yo, very hateful. Like, nah, they showed Rihanna with the black eye after you clicked that, yo, you got a riot. <laughs> I mean, like, what I the fuck came after I that? I don't know. And my thing is, like, if you've ever read the police reports from that night, Chris Brown literally tried to kill Rihanna. Like, oh, he fucked her up. He he, the the description of that that encounter between them is hard to read. And and I'm not, uh, you know, sensitive to, to 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 so much, but it was kind of like choking it down reading it it was very sensitive and yeah like he choked her till she till almost, she almost stopped breathing out. Yeah, yeah yeah um he was biting her i mean he was punching her in the face it was it was horrific to say the least so to make he tried him, to kick her out the car while i was moving while it was some moving, shit. Yeah, yes yeah, yeah. um he he was trying to harm her severely and he did harm her severely and and so to see something like 
I just don't know where the negligence occurred there to make that kind of distasteful joke. It's just not fair to her or to or to Chris. Like, it's not fair to either one of them. Word. Yeah. You got to worry about it now. They cooked now. You forget it. Them niggas College is cooked, educated, though. but no common sense. Right. Them niggas is cooked. They and cook. so their stock plummeted once again today. Yeah, they know um, here. And and people are deleting the app left and right. Everybody was really disgusted by it, which I, I can't blame them. I, I think it's listen. Just because, and they said, "Well, we deleted it." Just because you deleted yeah, something you doesn't mean we didn't we see it. We deleted it. Okay. You deleted it, but we saw it, dude. <laughs> it don't matter. All right. Um, want to end on a combination of Stormy Daniels and Trump? No. Oh, Stormy. Stormy's so, Stormy's not suing. She's willing to. Man, she's trying to. She's trying to get. She's trying to get rid of that hundred thirty. Hundred thirty thousand. Trying to get rid of this NDA. To speak up, because you know that she getting offers elsewhere. Nah, Stormy, she's, Stormy trying to get to the she's bag. Also, crowdfunding her legal team right now because she's ready to go to war with Trump. So she's crowdfunding it. She's giving back the money. Trump's is this gonna change anything. Is there a lifetime movie as part of the deal for this? I should be. I mean, I mean a, I'm sure there's gonna be one if there isn't hypothetically. Now. If Trump cheated, this is how he did it. That's how I did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but they're saying she's got videos. And oh, people have oh, seen them. Hypothetical videos? Nah, she's got actual physical videos. I want to see. I still want to see the Russia P tape. Fuck, fuck all, I want to see the Russia tape. I refuse that is not true. Uh, oh, my God. You sound like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty that good. was not Trump in the video. He's going to pull out R. Kelly. <laughs> I mean, listen. I... If it goes, if it goes on TV, if it if it becomes a thing, if he actually has to face her in court, I'm watching it. And, and you I know watch Trump's sex tape. No, I don't, oh. watch, <laughs> I don't even like looking at the vagina on his oh. neck. I don't want to see him inserted in one. Um, oh. I meant that I would watch the court cases between him and her because well, I'm. You said I'm there's video and you would watch it. So I know that's, that that's not my bad. That, I know no. you've heard me say this at work a couple of times, and and I don't care for the narcissist. I don't like him, but he's getting a second term. I hate to say, <laughs> I, think, it. I think he might too. Oh, he's gonna, he's gonna be Mark's here. Gonna for eight, I think I might too. Leave him, but I think he might. He's too. gonna be here for eight years. You know what? I, I'm mentally prepared myself for it, so I'm, I'm starting, hoping it doesn't happen. I'm starting to get there with you, Mark. I, honestly, um, looking at this country and the in the way that people are behaving, there's no. And I said this recently. There's no democratic. Uh, they don't have a viable opponent yet. We, right. No. I, I saw, they need, they're going to need one by at least mid-year. I just recently saw something about Joe Biden possibly making a run. I don't think he's going to do it. It was, it was some whispers. I saw an article. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how true it is. Um, but other than that, there's nobody for the Democratic Party to rally behind. I think the biggest splash that could, would be is probably Kamala Harris. I don't it's, think she's ready, but I think that's the only person that has a real chance right now. It's, right. Still, it's still a little well, early. Um, nah, they got a start running now. No, I mean, it's a little early, but we'll, get, we'll um, get behind somebody. What's her name from Anybody. Uh, Massachusetts? Elizabeth Warren? Yeah. Warren. She's, uh, she's probably, another one. Maybe. But I don't see her wanting to do it. Though. No. her. I, I think it would be her or Kamala Harris, and I don't yeah. see... We, we go into that ballot in 2020 and checking over, all right? But here's the thing. It's, 20, no. it's 2018, God, no. So whoever is coming out as running is going to Whoever's be announcing. Whoever's coming out, we're getting behind. No, it's it's not that simple. Because you're saying it like, yes, obviously we're Democrats. We're going to vote for a Democratic person. No, that's person. Not, even, not even that. I'm voting against Trump. Right. Yeah. Sure. But the thing is. You are, but you're talking about them swing voters. You know what I'm saying? 
in order to convince a mass amount of people, like you have to think about all the people who came out to vote for Obama. They believed in him. They moved. You don't, they were moved by him. We're still two and a half years away. You don't think there's that's nah, enough time? Somebody's no. It's a year and a half. That's normal. 2020? Listen, 2020. Listen. 2000, what do you mean? It's 2018. Yeah, but you have to election, start running at least a I year. Know, but I meant from. I meant. I mean from November, whatever the date is that you vote. You still got to start before half. But I'm saying that's enough time to get behind. No, one it's candidate. not. It's not. No, it's it not. Is. It is. No, it's not. Do you know when people start running for president? In I'm, June, not saying it's, I'm not saying it's not enough time to run. I'm saying it's enough time for the public to see someone and all we need is a few months no, to see here no. what someone Trump saying. wasn't the nominee until three months like six months before the election I get that here's, I get that here's why you're wrong and let me explain to you why you're wrong hold on I you're get not, what, you're not getting what I'm, what I get I'm what you're saying yes you're saying that between now and when we actually vote you think that that's enough time for us to look at the Democratic Party see who's actually going to come out and run and all of us get behind one person you're thinking that's enough time but the problem is what you, what we're trying to I think what Eric is saying similar to me is that for instance when Obama ran he had a, an immense hold on know. hold on Hang on, let me just finish. He had an immense following already as a senator from way before he ever even whispered the fact that he was running for president. Same thing even with Hillary. There's, there's, there's track records of people following them already before they ever even came out and announced that they were thinking about running. Even Trump uh, told people and started talking about the fact that he was going to run for president back in 2013. 2012, you're, 2013. You're telling me everyone you voted for, you knew about them two and a half years before they ran for president? I voted three times because right. I'm 28. Right. Well, Obama. And I voted for Obama, Obama twice. <laughs> but I'm just. I, right. So I'm just saying, like, and yes, I didn't know I, who Obama was two and a half years before I got my. Like, oh, no, I definitely no, did. No, but I'm saying a lot like, of six other months people to me is did. enough time for me. Like, for you. That's the candidate. You hear what he's saying, you hear what he's talking about. That's enough time for you to be like, all right, you know what? I like this guy. That's enough time for you. I'm talking for most about. People. No, it's not. Well, it's, uh, I disagree. Well, I disagree. Well, I mean, you think, you think well, about the end result. Reason why, the reason one, one of the reasons why it takes you need a long time is because, sad to say, unfortunately, those who are classified as unde- undecided, the um, swing voters, need more time. Like they haven't really made up their mind, and then if they're seeing this person, and, and it's like, okay, well, why right. should I? I hate to say it because undecided people, like even to this day, even after this election when you know Trump was in, right. they were still like, yeah, well, we think we should still give him a chance. It's like, really, you haven't seen right. enough, you right? Still At what point? So is you enough? you need, unfortunately, for some people, they need a more a lot more. Time They're not to worried see about who the person is right. and what they're about, so then they can. Get closer to their decision. They're not worried about people like us. It's never about people like us. This table, no, we already know who. And even even for Trump, the Republicans, there were like fifteen people that all wanted to run, and they didn't even knock him off until the RNC. That happened in like July of 2016. So it takes a a a long process for them to get to the point where say, "This is our guy. This is who we're running, and this is who everybody needs to get behind." And it happens, like I said, usually like June or July of that year. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like a year. 
Right. You were like, I, I feel like know, a year. I know, I know what I want. Not even for me. I feel like for a normal person to hear. it's not I feel like case. a year is enough time to hear what his policies are, hear what they stand for, hear what this person stands for, and you decide, all right, I'm going to back this person. Right. Not. Right. If, if it was just that one person running, you'd be but right. But it's also not but just people have to run. They have to win primaries. They got to go through the it, whole thing. It's, it's, it's a whole not process, just about yeah. who you're backing. It's who the party's backing. Right. That too. And that's so part of the problem. Before it gets to you, it gets right. to the DNC they and the RNC. They need time to have this like sort of tournament style mortal combat you know get rid of people till we're down to two people they had like then, 15 people that ran for the, the republican seat in vegas on a debate in 2016 like the beginning of 2016 yes they didn't even get down to a few people until like the middle of the year it's crazy so these swing voters are they just are they independents are yes. they some people aren't. Some people are people or that voted for the first first time voters. They tend to be moderate. Yeah, they tend to be moderate people. They so tend to be moderate. You think whoever the Democrats throw out there, I don't think going to be isn't isn't going to be enough. No, to, I don't to, see to, to, it, to go through four years of Trump. I think in some ways like, Obama are there people, the DNC. Are there people that do you think there's people out there that are swing voters mm-hmm. that'll see this presidency and say, hey, this guy might not might do a, you know a worse job. As president. I don't think there's any Democratic nominee potentially out there right now who has enough buzz, who has demonstrated enough um, of their policies in other portions of government that are going to be enough to swing people right now. And so they don't, they don't have the personality. So, so, I just don't see it. So basically because Biden, by, and that's that might be it? I think Biden, like I said, Kamala Harris too. I think there's only two. Or, yeah, or Harris, Kamala Harris is really on the dock, I think. Yeah. And I think okay. that's what she's trying to use to help push... I think it's, and, a, and, it's, a, it's, it's a personality thing too. And like yeah. you're saying, like you'll vote for anybody who's not. But no, Trump, I'm not even but, talking about me because, like you know, there could be some shit where somebody comes out. But I just feel like you know, you have the primaries, you have the debates before the primaries. You hear what the well, they start off with like fucking 15 people, yep. and they all talk and it's give a lot their opinions, to ingest for some and people. it easily, it, not easily, slowly. The, the gets they, smaller and smaller right. until you got two or three, and then they pick out of the two or three. I think I think you know that yeah you're a rational and person a half think, you know you think things is enough to hear enough from these people and think about who you want to get yeah, but think about rational, people in like Ohio people are, people are idiots yeah. I'm not educated though I only have a high school fucking degree but, yeah but, but you're not from Ohio people from Ohio are stupid but you're edu- educated in, in, in different ways is what I'm saying and you pay attention and you read and you break things yeah, down yeah common sense so you, whether <laughs> right. you have a high school degree yeah, yeah, bachelor's yeah. or masters you have to oh, think you about stupid motherfuckers you have to think about yeah, the masses you have to think about the people who were swung by this recent uh election you have to think about the people who have flat out refused to vote because oh, they, they thought they stay, that they stayed home they felt like hillary and trump were two sides of a double-edged sword yeah. um you had people who voted for harambe you had you know what i mean like these are things that damaged this election beyond what we could have saved it from you know what i mean the there russians, was just yeah the russians too you know it, <laughs> but in some, are, in some, some ways obama um I think he fractured the DNC. I think he fractured the party. Sure, he was so charismatic. Part of part of like winning the presidency is you have to be charismatic, whether you're good or not or bad. You have to be charismatic, and Obama was so charismatic 
to have Hillary Clinton as your follow-up. It just felt dull. So it was like it was like The Rock being WWE's face going to like John Cena, and it's just like nah. Shit, people people like John Cena more than they like Hillary. It's crazy. I, because, wild, I, I, I don't get I don't because, get the reference, but sure. Because here's the thing, Bernie Bernie Sanders. A lot of people, especially millennials, were backing I'm Bernie. A, I'm all set with Bernie's dumbass. Yeah, I'm, I've had enough. But but if you look but if you look at it though, they were backing him. Now he's not even really a Democrat. He's a socialist. Yes. But yes. in order for him to be president. He had to pick he, one. He, he, had to pick one yeah. he had to go there, but the DNC was like, "No, Hillary's our person," and so people were like, "Well, shoot, if it's like that, I'm gonna go vote green." And yeah. and that's my thing. What people what about the, the shit with Bernie was, they were like, "We need to get the vote." And you're not a Democrat. No, you need to get the vote in their fucking primaries. Get the fuck out of here! Like, and now I mean, he's still he's still circling around. He's still trying to get people to yeah. He's to, doing a lot of, dumb of shit. I saw a video of him today. He was out there backing gun manufacturers. It's not the smartest thing in the world to do now, but I think now he's at the point where I took my shot, I missed. I'm not running for president now. I'm going to be too old to run in 2020. So he's going to he's going to keep run, playing the same song until he's ready to retire. Yeah. Trump no. Trump is very charismatic, even though the stuff yeah. he says doesn't crazy make people. sense. Cra- crazy people love Donald. He's boy. he's charismatic. And speaking to your wrestling um, example, to my if wrestling you watch, hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> but um, one of the debates with him and Cleary, they're doing the stare down. You would have thought it was like a WWE sponsor oh, yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, what are they going to do? Pull out like metal chairs from they the might. podium and smack each other in the head? Donald couldn't sell the Thunder though. That would have been fire. And the reason, like, why <laughs> <laughs> the reason why Obama damaged the I party so much that. is because. You know, with him being in office for for eight years, we coasted. We got comfortable. We felt safe, and and it's true. We were like, "This is our president, and we love him." And so, even you know, the Democratic Party didn't feel like, "Oh, we have to you know pull somebody up you know behind him to to rally behind." Hillary was working for him, and and I feel like they thought that was going to be a good transition. And if he, if he supported her, that uh, people would get behind her if he did. But the thing is, she had so many skeletons in her closet, and once you once you announce that bid, they rip you to shreds. And yeah. the things that came out about her, it, it, and, and she just wasn't. Man, Hillary she's, is she's boring. Hillary's many things, but she's she's dull in a lot yeah, of ways. She's she doesn't she's brilliant though. She doesn't make you believe. Like Obama literally instilled hope in people just by speaking. We'd never met him. We saw him on TV, and he made people feel away. But I think that's most presidents in general. Bill was the same way. Real charismatic guy. People loved Ronald Reagan for right. whatever fucking reason. They loved Jimmy <laughs> Hollywood Carter. Hollywood actor. The, yeah, he was an actor before. <laughs> yeah. it took a few bullets. He survived. That was a tough motherfucker. I don't know. They shot him point blank and he still survived. Never had a gray hair in the White House, which I never could understand that. Man. All these other presidents, the stress. Presidential so hair yeah. Presidential hair but, but Ray The toughest gray. He, he, just black. Never he flooded back in the black communities with no gray he, hair. He's God lying. He's lying. <laughs> I guess I'm just for men lying like our current president. Exactly. Hillary just, she talked at you. It, it wasn't, there was no, you felt no emotional connection to her at all. At all, for, for any reason. So I think I think the next few months are going to be real telling on what, what happens in 2020. Yeah. You got the midterms kind of in, in 2018. They had the, the the special election that came up in Tuesday. Yes. That, uh, oh, I forget the guy's name in Pennsylvania, the Democrat that won. But he Ooh, ba- by the hair of his skin, he boy. He barely won. It was 49.6 to 49.9 like 49. or something. Like yeah, yeah, it was crazy. crazy. Pennsylvania is an interesting state because it can be one minute blue, then red, then next. Yes. That's one thing with the way we do voting now. There's enough tech where you can do a popular vote, but now you're doing all this electoral college shit. Like, I've, they never come here. None no. of them come here because they know it's a blue state. They know they're eight or six or eight votes, whatever it is now, we're going that way. Same thing with New York. I don't know he wasn't winning his home state. Why even bother going? So they go to Ohio, they go to Swing states. Michigan, they go to Pennsylvania, they go to Ohio, and they 
they just talk to them and it makes it like the rest of us don't matter because your vote really doesn't if you're living in a, a state that's solidly blue or solidly red. Connecticut's and, been blue for yeah, for yeah. forever. Forever. All right, I gotta edit this shit tomorrow. Um, you want to <laughs> talk about? <laughs> I want to get this shit done before the NCAA tournament starts again, and I'm missing mad at this shit right now because we're just fucking talking about Trump, fucking Trump, fucking Trump. Listen, um, listen like you about the about the stroke out, nigga. What, what, what did he lie about? Um, he made a fax in a meeting with uh, Canada's PM Justin Trudeau. They don't know what specifically. They just said which lie. He said what he was, he was, They said he was going to mean just making. But he was. The Did he say he hypothetically was, before? You? Nah, that's, was, that's an OJ thing. He was boasting about it. Like he was like, "Yeah, I totally made up all those facts because I didn't know them. They hadn't come out yet, and and so I just said whatever." He was like laughing and making jokes about this with people. He, he don't. He don't like Justin Trudeau because his daughter want to fuck him. So I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hypothetically, hypothetically, maybe. Have a blessed Thursday. Yeah, just, or, um, you actually see the people looking at Justin, but, it, but in some way. Trump has been a blessing because I think he's revealing the problems that our country has always had, but people oh, yeah. have always wanted to sweep under the rug, and because he doesn't have a filter, it's like he can't hide it now. It's, it's a blessing in a four-year, maybe eight-year disguise. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think hypothetically. I don't think. I mean, look, you're calling African nations a shithole country, uh, Haiti right. a shithole country, but then you want people from Norway who have a better education, better better um, healthcare system. To come to the states, man. Yeah. If Norway had, if Norway had like a popping beach, I'd go there. But they're in the north, man. It's cold, cold. up there, boy. Can't do um, it. I think that we don't survive eight years of Trump. I think our, I think our economy crumbles. I think our econ- First of all, I think we're headed towards a recession. Period. Uh, as as I watch, like you know, the, the the trends, and I'm seeing like you know prices of things and, and and the way that businesses are moving, I think we're headed towards something that looks like what you know 2008 2009 looked like. But you got extra fifty dollars in your paycheck from the tax bill. That ain't helping you. Amen. <laughs> it ain't gonna help if you don't got a job. Facts. Um, <laughs> Shovel, crater, so, shovel. I don't know. I think we're too important to the to the world stage for the, for everybody to let it happen. But we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um. Thanks to everyone who got in our tournament bracket. Yes, um, thank you. Oh man, winner gets a fifty dollars Amazon gift card. Woo-hoo. My bracket's trash, bro. But make sure you follow us because you ain't following us. You ain't, you ain't nothing. getting nothing. shit. Right? I, and I'm keeping my money, man. <laughs> At the goddamn fools, um, Mark. Do you have? Are you even on social media? No. no. Good for you. Good for um, you. At chicks dig the beard. Black of Wall Street. At Miss Bianca. Bizzo. If you're in New York this weekend, holler at me. We're gonna be out there partying. At the goddamn fools, rate us, subscribe. Five stars. Yes. That's, that's Eric's. Yes. Don't give me no one star rating, nigga. I'm saying yeah, no one star here, nigga. We comment, 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 tell us. Yes. Comment, comment. Talk Let's, to us. I wish, I wish we could get in the top 100 one day. Someday. Someday. All right. Peace. We out. Later. Thanks for listening. Oh, thanks for coming too, Mark. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks We're for so being rude. here. Thanks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Peace. And, oh, my God.